are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Thorian Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my co-host and my brother. What's going on, Sarge? Another week, man. Blitzkrieg. Yeah, there, Blitzkrieg. Wa- there wasn't a lot of stories this week. There are stories, but not really big stories. It's like a slow part of the year, so... People had to make their own drama up, you know what I mean, with the 30 frames per second, the 60 frames per second, and then the, the S drama. drama. If you guys saw the, the tag, uh, you know, Series S, Potato or Potato, we're going to talk about the Series S and see what's going on with it or not. Uh, so uh, that's on the docket today. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to be talking about GTA, potentially, Sarge, making an announcement tomorrow, but it's rumored, so we'll talk about that. We're going to be talking about Splinter Cell. We're going to be talking about Splinter Cell. Yeah, Sarge is in five frames per second. He is. I don't know why. As soon as I go live, the, the computer goes, oh, it's because I have 45 tabs open for, for the stories. Uh, we're going to talk about Splinter Cell, how the director is leaving or left. Uh, we're going to be talking about the 60-30 debacle going on. We're going to talk about Sony's patent that could lead to improved facial animations in games. We're going to talk about Sony uh, working on interactive what-if gameplay system. We're going to be talking about Activision wants to patent a unique AI generation of, for music for multiplayer games. Uh, we're going to talk about the metaverse. Uh, we, we brought out this for, for months and years that Facebook's trying to break the metaverse. Meanwhile, Second Life's been out since uh, 2004, right? So they're only like 20 years behind, right? 18 years behind. Um, we're going to talk about Riot Games buying or acquiring a game studio. We're going to talk about Sony's new uh, Edge controller, expensive. Uh, controller. We're going to talk about Call of Duty. Uh, call, what, 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 what happened here? We're talking about Call of Duty. Uh, how long are they going to have on a PlayStation 4, Sarge? Jim Ryan with his tour, he's probably worked something out. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about Microsoft is building an, uh, an Xbox mobile gaming store. We're going to talk about Netflix is seriously exploring cloud gaming. We're going to show the metaverse like room that they're creating, Sarge. Right, uh, and uh, we got other games and other things that we're going to talk about all on today's show. If we don't get to all the topics, you can look at all the topics in our Discord, and you can go through all the news stories uh, and finish them yourself. We do appreciate you. We're here live every single Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, and we're still on the main channel here on 30 and Still Gaming in the next couple weeks. If we make partnership on our other channel, which is 30 NSG, we will be moving this this uh, podcast over there. But as of right now, we're still uh, right here. Uh, so yeah. Uh, we're here, like I said, you can watch us and listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. When I upload those, uh, we're about four weeks behind on the audio versions of them. Uh, and you can always watch us after the fact right here on YouTube.com slash 30 and still gaming. All right, Sarge, what have you, uh, what have you been playing? Have you been playing anything this, this past week? Are you getting back into, into gaming a little bit? I mean, it's, it's a little off and on this past week. I'm busy with some of the things and I, I looked at the calendar. And so I started looking back. What I do now is, in the months where I started thinking about playing a certain game, mm-hmm. I look back at the previous calendars year because I've been marking down when I play things. 
and I'm trying to see what the cycle is, like how long before I start playing that same kind of game again. Like, for instance, I play uh, Company Heroes in the World War II RTSs right. right around March and April, about every year. And then in the later months, I play the sci-fi stuff. Right. Like, uh, like so I started playing, um, uh, I know no, 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 most people are not going to get what I'm talking about, but some people will. Uh, I, I, I loaded back on Stellaris. I had Stellaris on the console, because of the Stellaris. console version. Which one is yeah, Stellaris? It's a, four, it, it, it's a 4X uh, RTS. I'll look it up. Uh, sci-fi. Yeah, and so I realized that all the DLCs finally started coming out for the console version, and so now I'm in the process of sifting through which DLCs are worth getting for the console version because there's like it's almost kind of like The Sims. There's something like 16 or 18 DLCs and expansions for the game. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very time-consuming game. Uh, so I started playing that a little bit. The is, night. is this? Uh... Is this uh, Stellaris? This is it right here. I mean, it, it it looks it looks very similar to like what Homeworld looks like, and there's another game that looks like it as well. Uh, it's just a four it's a four X game. Yeah. Yeah. This looks like the map from uh, from No Man's Sky, basically when you go into yeah, the, it, the, like, the galaxy like if map. If you if you if you've never played if you've never played this game before and you start when you look at the screen and the UI, your brain basically has yeah, a conniption. I'm already out. Like you look I've, at I've already, it. I've already checked right. out. I, 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 this is it's a very you have to actually sit and go through the tutorial and understand what's happening if you the first time i played it i was fine Do you know what this looks like Sarge? When I went to go back to play it it, it was insane this looks it's like look destiny 2's yeah. resource like resources uh all the materials that you get in that's that's what this looks like maybe that's where they got they, they got their motivation from they're like hey you guys ever play stellaris they're like we should make materials and, and make it as as difficult as this thing like look how many yeah, icons are very... on the screen <laughs> just on the left side right here there's three six nine twelve tw like 15 and then across the top it's the same right it's that's all your resources yeah, across you open, the top yeah and when you open up a menu to see other things like the planetary menu your brain locks up again because you have you, you have to realize everything you're looking at like you have to understand when you open it up you have to really understand what yeah, i the get hell it. it there's resources on certain yeah. planets you want to get those certain things to yeah, get your resources yeah. use your resources to yeah. build up and stuff yep. yep i got you yep yep and then then there's the uh economy section of the game then there's diplomacy part of the game then there's the research part of the game yeah it's it's nutty is this against peace so, is this against the pc ai or is this against other people uh, on the PC version, you can play against other people. I I I don't I don't see where on the console version it allows for it, but I do know people played with it uh, against other people. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's nutty. It's nutty. Uh, as yeah. I'm looking at this, I I'm I'm registering it all, but my brain yeah. is it, like your brain locks up. Is is yeah. gone? Yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go back and play grounded. Right. So, so I play. So I play this, and once again, I I I play Hell Out Loose. That's that's basically what I've been playing. I, mean, I played this, a little this... bit of I, I played a little bit of Battlefield One, and just like you said when you talked about it a couple weeks back, when you play Battlefield One and then you go play Hell Out Loose, it's so good. It's like it's night it's and like fucking day. So your guy is so slow. Like everything is like <laughs> like yeah. Like the pace of the game is completely different. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous how slow you are once you go back to hell let loose i don't know why you're let me let me look at my i don't know what what's i don't think it's my end it might be sarge's end as soon as we go live it might be the internet right, 
Oh, no, no, we're good. We're good. 49 cents. Yeah. We're, we're good. I don't know why it's it's roughing so much over here. It's all right. This is not, we're, we're not here for the video aspect of it, right? It's a podcast. So close your eyes. Imagine Sarge is in 30 frames per second. Okay. Hell, well, we're gonna ima imagine, imagine, imagine he's... Imagine 60 frames. Yeah, yeah. We're going to imagine it. <laughs> What's going on, Tweak? What's going on, chat? How's everyone doing? Hope everyone's doing well. If this is your first time here, we do appreciate you. We'll be gentle. Uh, if it is your first time here, there's there's a round of applause for you if, if, if you're here for the very first time. All right, I've been not yet tweak. I, I, I've not been yet. playing. Let me let me open up what I've been playing. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find it because let me go find channel. Scroll down, go to my channel. Uh, I've been playing Grounded, Sarge. I've been playing Grounded. Uh, I'm absolutely loving it. All right, talk about Sidetrack Central. Okay, side. Sidetrack Central. That's all that game is. Yesterday, uh, I'm playing with a couple of people from from uh, the community. I'm playing with first uh, Sean came in, uh, or Rebel came in. Uh, I play with Fixy Fix. I'm playing with a uh, a buddy of a buddy. His name is Major. We're all playing inside the our server. Fix, you, Fixy Fix, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, he loves this game. Yeah, he loves this game. So, so I've been jumping into his game. Uh, he's coming over here. I give I gave certain people control so they can come in and play the server when we're not on. So they're building different bases across the across the backyard or whatnot. I'm built up a little bit, right? A lot of the stuff uh, of, of resources and stuff we're getting is from the from the guys helping out there. While I'm not on during the day, they're playing. They put some stuff in the in the, uh, the container chest and stuff like that. But yesterday we were trying to get to the next hive or the next lab, the next tech lab. So there's a hedge lab, there's a um, a uh, a mist lab or a haze lab, there's the pond lab, and there's a black ant lab. And when I started yesterday, I was like, we're going for the black ant lab, or we're gonna get into this thing. And let me tell you, we got sidetracked so long. We're like, okay, before we go to the before we go to the black ant lab, we need this thing, and uh, to get this thing, I need to get this resource, and that resource is the bottom of the ocean, and then at the, at the bottom of the pond, and then I had to go get those pieces, and then we came back, and then while you're doing that, you're like, oh, wait, we're out of this thing. So then you had to go back and do it. It sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not, right? This game has done such a good job. Everything in this game, everything in this game is something that you need. So it's not like you're going out and you're gonna and you're gonna grind that one thing, right? Like if I need pebbles, I'm not gonna sit there for an hour collecting pebbles. You're only gonna collect what you need to make the thing that you want, okay? And then you're gonna move on with your with with your life, right? You could spend hours and hours collecting stuff. So there's a building aspect of it. There's a planning aspect of it. There's an adventure aspect of it. I fell into this ant hill. Didn't know didn't know Thanks where for I was. Becoming a member. YouTube lurker, thank you very much for the four months. Get in here and support these best weekly roundup on the internet. I appreciate that very much, Luker. Appreciate it for the four months. He's not supposed to talk. He's just supposed to lurk. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just supposed to lurk. Sarge is completely frozen. Completely frozen. Um, so I'm in this anthill, Sarge, and I, I, I didn't want to be here. I fell into this anthill, right? I fell, I fell down. I was like, I was like, oh, no, I... I was like, this is the wrong move, chat. And I started killing the ants, right? I wasn't prepared for this. And then to get out of this anthill, I didn't want to disturb the anthill. Okay, it's nighttime. They were all sleeping. So then I had to sneak out of the anthill without disturbing the other ants. 
So I'm like sneak attacking through the thing, right? And it's such it's such a there's like little tunnels and egg and like hidden objects around the place. Uh, uh, Obsidian, uh, they have done such a phenomenal job with this game, and now it's fully released. It's a fully released game. It's not a, a preview program. It is on Game Pass. Uh, I'm not sure. Chat and let me know if I'm. Uh, is there a separate version? Is it crossplay? I don't know. Off of PC. And it's not for it's not for PlayStation at all, I don't believe. But man, what a fun what a fun little game uh, this is. And I say fun little game because it's not a AAA game, but it's a it's a fun game. There's just so much to do. You're always doing something. You could have no plan whatsoever and and just spend hours and hours just sucking your life away in a good That's way. A, it's a time it's a time muncher, man. Yeah, but it's fun. It's a it's, it's, a, it's like going to the playground. It's a it, you're going to the playground and, you, and if you have fun on a playground, you you're like ah oh, come on Timmy, we're only going there for a half hour. Hour and a half later, you're done because you went on the slides and you did all the stuff. Mean, and what do you mean lab? If you're if you're a guy trapped in the backyard, what do you mean labs? So like, there's a whole labs there's are a, there to find. There's a whole like, story behind this, right? So you got shrunken down in some government testing, it looks like. And there's a doctor that he built these oh. labs in the backyard, right? So uh, apparently he had this technology where he could shrink people down. The government contracted him or whatever. And you're I don't know much more because I'm still playing through the story. But you're trying to find these certain chips to get to to burgle, which is this robot, so his memory can come back, so we can find out how to make ourselves big again. Okay, so that that's the story. So now I'm going through this anthill, and I'm trying to escape. And you'll you'll here. I'll fast forward just for a little bit. Now the ants are sleeping. You see them sleeping. Now I was like, should I shoot them? And I was like, I saw all the other shadows over there. So I'm walking by them, trying to make sure that I don't disturb them because if they all wake up, they're all going to attack me at the exact same time. Then I'm just going to be running out the door. Okay. So it's 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 really cool. It's a really fun game. If you guys don't know about Grounded, I'll I'll be playing this for weeks and weeks. Uh, this is this is the next kick I'm on because I want to finish the story. Um, but it's not a traditional like point story. You know what I mean? Like there's there's downtime in between like the cutscenes and doing certain things. So thanks for becoming a member. Hello, Smoker, upgraded like, member. You, like what are you doing? He's hooked. Hellish is hooked. Welcome. What are you doing inside the anthill? I like, fell. I fell in anthill? it by accident. What are you doing? I fell in it by accident. I didn't. I didn't mean to come into the anthill. So I was in this. I was in the lab, and I fell down a little trench, and it fell into water. And when I got out of the water, I, I was in the anthill. So I didn't know where I was. I'm literally right below my base, not even knowing it. I. I was like, oh god, how am I gonna get out of here? I was like, if I, if I, can is I... there only is there only one way out of the anthill? Is there only one way out? That I knew of. I didn't even know if this was the outway. I didn't I didn't know if this was the exit. I just was walking down a tunnel. Right? So that ant walked by me. He was he's just a uh, he's not a soldier ant. Soldier ants are very territorial. The worker ants just do their business. They just do worker ant stuff and, and move on. Like, see this one walks by me, he doesn't care. Right? And then I found out I was right my, near my base. Really cool stuff. Uh lots of fun, lots of adventure. I'm telling you, man, the thematic of this game of being in the backyard is just a lot of fun. Is it, it is it survivable if you by yourself? Yes. Uh like if you play by yourself, is it doable? There is. It's it's doable. Because it seems to me that it's overwhelming. No, it, it's doable, but let me tell you, I could not fight the spiders until I got this crossbow. Other people can fight them by hand to hand, whatever. I'm getting good at blocking because you can time your block which like stuns them and then you can hit them. But if you have a crossbow, you just make a crap ton of arrows 
sit up high on something, and then you just shoot down at the, uh, just shoot down. So I'm getting meat well, right me. now. Forgive me. For, yeah. yeah. Forgive me for saying that, though, but that's just called cheese. You cheese the game. Yeah. You're cheesing no, it. No, I'm not cheesing the game. You're not learning how I to have... Wait, yes, you are. No, no, you're I, I have a question. You're sitting, no, I have a question. You're sitting on top of a rock with a crossbow no, and just shooting. No, that, that's, that's all you're that's doing. Not, that's not cheesing. That's surviving, right? That's surviving. Uh, if I if I'm if I'm robbing a bank, do I use my finger Chat, gun? Cheesing? Do I do I use my finger gun to rob the bank? Do I run into the it's bank, dependent. grab the money, and walk out, or do I have a gun and say, "Give me the that's money"? Fine. Right? Is that cheating? If yeah. a bank robber is using a gun? Yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure I'll get the chat to agree with me. It's called cheesing the game, but that's fine. Oh, come however on. you get, however you want to progress. All right. However well, you want to well, progress. Like I said, you can't, I think it's okay. Thanks tweak. I, I, right. It's the bridge in the, in the, uh, uh Crote's end all over again. <laughs> in Crote's end, you said that all right. Three, oh two, one. All right. Fire. Yeah. Is that cheesing Krebsy? I think that's considered cheesing. I don't know. Well, right. The sword, the sword swinging to get across the gap. That That's what I did. Teasing. That's that what I did. Skill. I was that the hunter. Was I was the hunter that would go up and, and, and swing the thing. You guys were the cheesters yep. in the back. Crossbow greater was... than spider works for me. Thank you, Rose. Uh, uh, Melrose. Thank you. Melrose, got, Melrose Mike's got kids. He wants the easiest way to finish anything. <laughs> he don't have time. Of course he agrees with you. Right. If you're stealing bread from a store, are you stealing or surviving? And I don't. It all depends. Are you broke, hungry, and haven't eaten? Uh, it all depends what the, what the context is. Apocalyptic. Yeah. Are we living in? Are we living in? Are we living in uh, Georgia during the zombie apocalypse? Like, what's happening in this scenario, Duplis? Kujo says it's okay to cheese. Wait a minute, but that means you think it's cheesing. I, I didn't. That's not cheesing. That's that's surviving that's, in the world. Here, look, I'll I'll show you. Valid, that's a valid. That's a valid argument. I'll I'll show you what happens. Right. Let me that's let me argument. let me get to the, here. Listen, I right. listen. I get I'll, it. I'll agree. Get this this part of, right here. Get top, listen, <laughs> get on top of a rock. They they can't hit you. Right. And just shoot as many arrows well, into him until look, you win. This spider, you can't see him right now. You're winning. He's cheesing. This spider's cheesing. He's hiding underneath the thing. He doesn't want to come out. I gotta shoot him in the leg fifty times. Okay. He's oh, cheesing. Poor, poor AI. Poor this AI, AI is cheesing. Doesn't exactly consider, but understandable. Using the mechanics and design for your advantage is not cheesing. Thank you, Hellish. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm copying that down right now. I'm taking a picture of what Hellish Smoker just said. So the next time we go down to pick a game, we start talking about cheesing something, and he starts talking about doing some shit. I'll have the frame of reference. (laughs) Comic says 100% cheesing. Who cares what you think, Comic? Fine. You're talking about the spider, right? The spider is 100% cheesing. Yeah, he's hiding underneath there. Look at the, look at the look at the wimp. Just hiding underneath there. Well, I, actually, I, I give credit to the de- developers for the AI on the spider because the spider realized that you're cheesing, and so it's hiding from your cheese. That's basically what it's doing. Sarge, so yeah, is, is your phone yeah, next to the, exactly. uh, the wire again? Yeah, make sure, make sure your phone's yeah, exactly. that way. Crispy says, at the end of the day, you won. Who cares? You got, yeah, exactly. I got, thank you, Bacon. Yes. You're both cheesing. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the AI, look, see, there's another cheese. Look, the spider's an idiot. He's just running into the wall, so I'm shooting him in the ass. What, what do you want me to do? You want me to run down in front of his face to shoot him when he's just running into a wall? Come on. Any, yeah, man up. Yeah. <laughs> grab, grab, your, grab your paper clip and your match 
and go get them. Yeah, exactly. History is history is written by the victor. That's right. So it's not cheesing because I won. So anyway, yeah, that, go check that out. Down, you you would like this, Sarge. You would like Grounded. You like Minecraft. You would like Grounded. This this is right up your alley. Come on, Sarge. Come on. You can join us. You can play. Look what, at as us. He's a, thinking as about super, it. As a super noob? Yeah, uh, super join noob. the game as a super noob? Super noob. Yeah, you could cheese. You could cheese with us. Cheese with us. With all this cheese, imagine fighting a rat in this game. Maybe there is a rat. If you if you use cheese to kill the rat, is that cheesing the cheese? That is is it a cheesy cheese? Cheese? Like how how does that work? Anyway, that, sounds like you might need lactose intolerant pills. That is it sounds like. that is grounded. I've been playing grounded, and I played a little bit, which we'll talk about right after this. I I I played a little bit. Are we, of, are we, going, are we going to commercial? Is it right after this, we're going to commercial. Well, no, we're not going to commercial. I played a little bit of Gotham Knights. I thought you said it didn't come to midnight. I live in New Zealand, Sarge. I live in New Zealand. VPN! Yeah, I got you. Okay. Not even VPN. Just change the clock. Just change the clock on your your, Xbox. Just change the clock on your Xbox? (laughs) That's it. That's all I got to do? Not the clock. Not the clock. Just the the region. The region. Time zone. Yeah. Time zone. zone. Yeah. That's. Wow. That's that's hacking, hacking at its best. This. This that's cheesy. Okay, that's cheesy. Okay. Uh welcome to New Zealand. Well, whatever, whatever the whatever the Xbox allows you to do. Yeah. Welcome to New Zealand. I love Lord of the Rings. And uh welcome, right? That's welcome to the welcome to New Zealand. How, so, so how is it after weeks and weeks of people jumping up and down and getting all hot and bothered about it? So I Let's pl- hear it. I played it before the, the reviews came out. Okay, this morning. I played it for about an hour and a half to two hours. And I have to say the combat does feel good as of right now within two hours. Now, when Skill Ups Review came out, he said that the first couple hours, like four hours, he said it was really fun. And then it became uneventful and monotonous, what he said, right? So I don't know if I'm there yet, right? So I'm only about two so new, hours. Well, the new car smell lasted two hours. Four hours. Four hours. Four hours. Yeah. So I play it, and I think, one— let, let's get it off the thing. We'll, we'll talk about it in the story section, but I'm not a big I'm not saying if if you think 60 frames is it, that's that's your opinion. That's that's this is okay. A, that, okay. Before you start talking, you can say whatever you want about this game. Right. The 30 frame, 60 frame thing is not I, a I, valid argument. Right. I agree. I agree. Not a valid argument. The, Next, the value uh, argument, the value of the argument though, is that this game is not optimized. Just not optimized. Okay. okay, I don't know if it's, and I brought this up in my stream. I don't know if it's not optimized because they ran out of time, and because it's WB. We know that WB laid off the whole animation department. We know that they canceled a whole bunch of movies. We know that they're fifty billion dollars in debt. Okay, we know that they only had two more movies that they could advertise for for the rest of the year. One was Black Adam. Okay, WB. Do you think it came out? Do you think it came out during the same week? As Black Adam, on coincidence, I don't think so. Okay, so I think the WB forced them to release this game ASAP. This game was already delayed one year. Okay, they lost money. They're like, put it out there, hype it up, get some stuff out there. I believe that they will fix the optimization down the line. 
which then goes into the fact that this game is complete. Skill upset. He actually thought it was a good game, but it's underwhelming. Okay. And he says, I don't, he says, I softly don't recommend it, whatever that means. Okay. I said, wait, don't buy on the. Softly don't recommend it. Yeah, he softly doesn't recommend it. Okay. It's, uh, I said, nothing, nothing happens to you if you wait, right? Like, holidays are coming up. If you have $70 and you have to have this game because you're a Batman fan, a DC fan, 100%, I think you should get it because going around Gotham, doing the criminals thing, doing the story, playing each of the characters, I think it doesn't matter. If you're a fan of DC, it doesn't matter what these reviewers say. You're, you're in your zone, right? And I, I, I'll use this and I'll say it a thousand times while I'm playing this game. If you're a person that goes to the Wizard of Oz and you're a person that believes in the Wizard of Oz, right? Like you don't look behind the curtain, then that game is going to be the Wizard of Oz for you. You're going to be amazed by it. You're going to be like, oh my God, this is so much fun. I love being in Gotham. I love playing Batgirl. I love playing Nightwing. But if you're a person that cares about the frames per second and the drops and all, and, and you're Toto, and you ran back there and started tugging on the guy behind the curtain, and then they open the curtain, you're like, oh, that's not a wizard. You don't waste your money. If if you want to shit on this game just so you can shit on it, don't waste your money. Okay? If you if you want to partake, if you want to drink the Kool-Aid and be in the Gotham world, okay? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go go spend $70. If not, you're like, I really want to play Gotham, but I don't want to spend $70. Understandable. I that's my biggest thing. $70, 60 bucks, I would have been like, okay, no problem. I know it's only ten more dollars, but the ten dollars says to me that's next gen, okay? And it's not next gen because it's it it wasn't made for next gen. It was made for old systems and new systems, and they dropped the old system, okay? Saying all that though, the first couple of hours playing, it's actually pretty good. It's not it's not dog water as people are saying, right? Now, obviously, if you're comparing, is, is is that a new term? It's a term. What's yeah. Dog, what's dog water? Dog water is like when you just pour any water and just give it to the dog, right? Let's say it's not like water. I'm, They'll I'm drink. Sorry. Dogs will drink anything, right? I'm sorry. From from what tweeting journalist? Did I don't you get know. This word that's from? just that's it. Yeah, hot dog water. You- whatever. So. I got My motion God. sickness we, from thirty. We we have got to work on our vocabulary for for stuff. John, dog water. John and I and I agree with you, right? If you're a person that has expectations for sixty frames per second, by all means, do not buy the game. Okay, like I said, it doesn't bother me. I've played sixty frames per second games. I've played thirty per second games. Like grounded is in sixty frames per second, right? Like it's high. It's it's it's. I love it. It's great. If you're looking for that that type of thing, you're not going to get it with, with Gotham, at least now. So if you were going to get the game and the 60 frames is the selling point for you, don't waste your money. Just stay away and wait for an update or whatever they patch it, if they patch it at all. And and look, that's just the way it is. It's 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 not next gen. Now here's this here's the tricky part, Sarge. Let's let's end this and we'll go into the the uh the, the top stories. Top stories. All right, so speaking of the 30 frames, 60 frames debacle that's going on here, right? We saw footage of this two years ago, right? We saw all this other stuff. People want to hate this game 
because I, I think this is my opinion, my opinion, my, my speculative thing. I think people want to hate this game, not because of the 60, 30 frames per second, right? I think they want to hate this game because I, I made a video of this on the, on 30 NSG because of all the other stuff that's happened between Marvel and DC comic books, failing the shows, failing the movies, sucking balls, all the woke stuff that's happening, right? I'm not getting into the woke stuff, but everything that's happening there, Marvel came out with the Marvel's Avengers. I played a thousand hours of it. It's a bad game, but I enjoyed it, right? People are allowed to enjoy bad things, right? This is, I don't want to say the Marvel's Avengers. I, I think by the time I'm playing this, I'll, once I'm done playing it, I'll give you my honest opinion, but I don't think this is another Marvel's Avengers. I brought this up and I said, that Marvel's Avengers was a single-player game that they wedged a looter into it. I said Gotham Knights was a looter, okay, that they pulled out of it and made it into a single-player co-op game, okay? Because the, the stuff that's in Gotham Knights looked like it was a live-service game, looter, and Marvel's looked like it was a single-player game that they shoved the looter into. And Marvel, or uh, Gotham was like, let's do what they're doing. And then they saw how bad it was, and they're like, uh, U-turn. And they went back to a, a solo game, right? And I think they ran out of time for optimization due to the COVID stuff for the two years. Because if they were in development for five years or four years, two of that years was just up in the air, like juggling, like working at home, we're doing all this stuff. WP's running out of money. They probably asked for certain things, couldn't get certain things. Who knows? Well, I'm sure an I'm sure a, a article will come out down the road, okay? So this game is 100% not optimized, okay? And it's bad. But nobody up to this point was like, if it's 30 frames per second, I'm out, right? <laughs> right? Nobody. We just all assumed that it was 60 frames because it was next gen, but they never said it was next gen. They had old gen and new gen. And we assumed as customers that if it's on the next gen, it's automatically up to, you know, 60 frames per second at 1080p, whatever, at 60 frames per second. Xbox's site says that all of their games first-party title games are next-gen, meaning they'll run up to 120 frames per second. And all of the games that came out for Xbox first-party side have been, and all the games that came out for PlayStation first-party have all been 60 frames per second on the next-gen. The third-party games are up in the air, right? We just saw we saw Plague Tale didn't come out at 60 frames per second, even though their last game came out for 60 frames per second, right? The first Plague Tale came out at 60 frames per second, but the next one didn't which then tells me, gives me information that they also struggled during the two-year period when they were creating this game and they didn't have enough time to optimize to get the game up there and they had to cut corners and that was what sacrificed the 60 frames that they could maybe work on after the fact. And I know a lot of people might not agree with me or whatnot, but I'm trying to look at this as not a 30-60 thing. I'm, I'm trying to look at it as there was more going on in the background and they had to cut corners somewhere and you have to make sure it runs on the lowest setting possible, right? Because it's not even running at a full 30 frames per second. It dips there as well. So optimization is just absolutely bad for Gotham Knights. But it's got to be. that. That's, that's what it had to be. What do you think, Sarge? Do you think that they just didn't want to put 60 frames in? Or do you think that something happened? Are are you talking? We can't hear you. Can't can't hear you. Nope. Weird. There you go. I want to know when we're gonna stop blaming COVID for everything. Well, I well, 
I for this particular conversation, if if uh for the film industry, when a writer strike happens or the camera strike happens or the actor strike happens, when it happens, thanks for becoming a member. That doesn't affect people or the movies right then and there. It affects the movies a year and a half down the line, right? Uh, same I, I same agree. premise. Yeah, I agree. But here's my problem. Okay, here's my problem. And this this is this this kind of mini rant should be with the main story and not this one. So I'll just I'll just keep this one short. When they advertise the new systems, okay, their whole advertisement is next gen, sixty FPS, four hmm. K resolution, up to date specs, ray tracing, right? Yep. Ray, ray yep. tracing, right? And that's the reason why we buy the game or the system. And then once you get the system. Then all the other fluff and other stuff happens. Well, this is a first party. This is a third party. Uh, th they don't have the resources. Like we go on and on and on about this. But meanwhile, the whole reason why you bought the system was advertised because of these specs, because this is what the next gen is supposed to be. And so here we are, and we're dealing with this whole 60-30 nonsense, right? And so you have every right to complain right. that a game of this magnitude is at 30 frames a second, right? Right. You have a right to say something because why did I buy this system, right? Once again, I know what they can do with a fully optimized graphic settings on an old system if you just let them do it. Let these guys max out, max out the specs of the old system. Let me play the game. Looks amazing. And we move on. But the minute you start bragging about what the next gen can do and then it's all it's a coin toss whether developers are actually going to make that or not and let's not forget the elephant in the room oh wait not the elephant let's not forget the potato in the room <laughs> right the potato in the room with a hundred percent certainty with no qualms of anyone disagreeing with me is the xbox series s okay Without that machine, we'd all be okay. But because that's the machine in play, everybody suffers. And we're going to talk about the same thing. I, it holds him back. It holds him back. It holds him back like my kid in third grade. We're holding him back. He's just not ready. He's just not right. ready to go to fourth grade. We got to hold him back. I, I, like It's always about holding back. Well, always. Here, here's the thing, though, right? For the first-party titles, again, the first-party titles for each systems have hit those marks. Okay. And, sure. and, and especially for, like, Sony developers, right? They're only making that game for that system. And now they're making ports, obviously, after the, a year after or whatever to go to PC. Xbox is making them for Xbox One, Series S, X, xCloud, it's, it's whatever, right? And then the third-party developers are now making it for the 4, the 5, the, uh, the 1, the S, the X, right. the PC, it's, right? It's too much. So it's too again. Much. I'm not. I'm not putting. I'm not putting. Um. I'm not defending them. What I'm saying is, there has to be something to give to the for certain developers. If you're if you're a team of 250 people, or if you're a team of a thousand people, right? Like for instance, Call of Duty looks freaking amazing, right? It looks amazing, right? There's like streams down the middle of the uh, of the streets. The the ground looks. The distance that you can see, the gunplay, everything looks phenomenal. But then again, they make a game every year, and there's like 11 studios working on it, okay? Where you work on another game, it has 300 people working on it, okay? And they make a game five years. Look, I agree with Melrose a little bit on this. All you have to do— Oh, we're not blaming the S on this one, Cujo. Right? 
all, all, you, all, all you have to do is make the game specify for the next gen systems period because that's how we move people forward right and if and to actually run on the s those people wait a year and then they can optimize it and lower all the stack all the stats and let it play and by the way it'll be on game pass by then anyway so it won't fucking matter on day one for people who have just an s Let's talk about making next-gen games for the next-gen systems or the reasons why we're playing it. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear anymore that because we're trying to cover as much of the pie as possible, of the pie that they fucked over, not me, right? Stop making the games for all these systems where devs have to scale everything down and we're being hauled back. Between the holdback and the, and the coup, how, how do I have a how do I have a next gen game at all? I'm surprised if I have any kind of game that that runs a next gen. Real quick, I want to uh, uh, look at chat real fast. Krebby's saying if the workload is too much to cover the last gen, the next gen, then make the business decision to pick one and make the best product possible. But yes. they did. But they did. For God, if we're talking about Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights decided in May, right at the last possible second to drop the last gen. So they already worked on it, right? They already had the workload and stuff, and they said, we can't optimize it for that system. Can you imagine if Gotham Knights came out for the for the one? No. Or, I'm sorry. The, no. Uh, yeah, the one. The answer is right? no. The one in the PlayStation 4? We would have had a Cyberpunk 2077, re- like, relapse. We would have been like, that game's not even running on that system. Okay, and another question... John Williams says, my question is, if it is the Series S, it's holding back, then why is the PlayStation 5 30 frames per second also? Same answer to what Krebsy's saying. They had so much development over the time, and this is my theory, not fact as of yet, but we'll see what happens, okay? They developed the 1, the S, the X, the 4, the 5, the PC, right? So this development studio, maybe they're not talented enough, maybe there's not enough people, maybe they didn't have enough time. There could be a thousand things that why they didn't optimize it correctly because they were wasting time on a system that they decided four months ago that they were going to abandon right before the game launches, right? So because they were working on the older systems, they were taking time away from the systems that were going forward. When when companies are are not making games for the older systems, they're losing like 80% of the player base, right? Hence why Cyberpunk launched in the old systems and the new systems because 80% of the population was on the older systems, okay? Okay, all right, stop. Right. Let's everybody pick a side. Okay. Let's everybody pick a side. Because if we go back to the 360 P8 PlayStation 3 days, yeah. Because that system was around for 11 years. They made it for the 360 and the one. Right. Right. Everybody has the system at that, at a certain point. Everybody, we're making games for the system everybody's on. Let's once again remember they decide to push out another system. They decide that after five years, we want to have the Series X and the Series X and an S and PlayStation wants the five. They decide after five years, they yep. decide it's time. Yep. It's time. We got to push forward. Yep. Right. So now we can't blame them because of the, the chip shortage and the whole thing with Taiwan and then the coup and then all this stuff. Can't blame them. Right. Can't blame them. Hands off. We, we'll, we'll say it's nobody's fault, but bring it back now. You still decided you wanted to move on. 
well, if this is the population that we have and I paid for the system because this is what I wanted, then I want the stuff that's being made for the thing I bought to work on the thing that I bought. That's Period. understandable as a right? customer. Absolutely. Right? So if yep. you want to continue making money, then maybe you guys shouldn't push the systems out so quickly and let more people acclimate to the system that they have so you can make better games and push it out. So in case something does happen, your population is big enough to where you don't have a crisis. Right. This is once again not me. Yeah. Them. No. And I, I agree with everything, everything you're saying, Sarge. I'm not on the opposite side as you. I'm on the same side as you. I'm just trying to give the other sides like the look. Right. The reason we bring up the S chat is because the S. Right. Here's here's an article. Let's go. Let's look at the first first. Uh, right. Is the developer claims that many studios are asking Xbox to drop the mandatory Series S compatibility. Okay, so Bossa Studios Dev argues that the console has turned out to be an uh, an albatross around the neck of the production. Okay, Microsoft entry level console Xbox Series S is limiting the potential of next of new gen games and developer in indie studio Bossa Studios, as argued. Okay, uh, it says v VFX artist Ian Malkur uh, made the claim that Twitter in his response to comment the the veteran games journalist Jeff Gersman who asked him if he thinks the Series S is holding back the next-gen games. Argument doesn't hold up. Most of these games also come to PC and already have a cover of a wide variety of configures, Gertzman uh, pointed out. Valkyr, uh, who worked on the last year's Xbox Series S, X, and PC game of I Am Fish and Bossa, uh, will also a developer of the Publishes the Surgeon Simulator series, responded, it might sound broken, but the reason you're hearing that it's a lot right now is because many developers have been sitting in meetings for the past year desperately trying to get the uh, Series S launch requirements dropped. Uh, studio have been uh, through one development cycle, and the Series S turned out to be the albatross around one of the next of the productions. And now the games are firmly being developed in a new consoles in mind. Teams do not want to repeat the process, added, added the developer, whose tweets were publicly available earlier today. Now, but have since been protected or been protected so that the approved followers can see them. Uh, at $300 or 250 pounds, the Xbox Series S is significantly cheaper than the $500, 449-pound Series X, thanks to the lower specs and the targeted 1440p gaming instead of native 4K. In a series of since-deleted tweets last week, which were initially sparked by the news of Gotham Knights, won't have a performance option on console and run at 30 frames per second. Rocksteady's senior character, technical artist Lee Donovan, uh, also claimed that the trade-offs need to be made because of the Series S. Now, I wish gamers understood what 60 frames per second meant in terms of all of these things. They lose to make the game run that fast, he said. Especially taking into account what they are current-gen console and last, uh, not much better than the last-gen one. Uh, Responding to the question about the hardware bottleneck, he, he signaled out the Series, uh, the Series S GPU, noting that the multi-platform game needed to be optimized for the lowest performer. Now, Donovan also went on to claim that there's also an uh, enter generation of games hamstrung by the potato. Hey, potato, because Microsoft insisted that the games are released on both Xbox Series S and relatively powerful Xbox Series X. Uh, Digital Foundry's Alexander uh, uh, Batagalia, butchered that, high five, Mike, uh, claimed in the May to have heard from uh, some developers and the memory concentrates of making Xbox Series S a pain to work with. Uh, I've heard from multiple developers that kind of uh, feel that the Series S is a bit of a pain at times. Not the CPU or GPU power there, but it's also more likely than the memory uh, constraints, he said. 
Yeah, in the game, in the game software development kit released in June, Microsoft said it had hundreds of additional megabytes of memory available for the Xbox Series S developers, and th this gives developers more control over memory, which can improve the graphic performance and memory constraints, conditions, and platform holders. So basically, they just want to drop it because they're taking time. Right here, here's here's what I love: an argument that people have all the time. They don't want to have PvP and PVE in the game because they have to take away from development time. Right? They have to take away development time to do one thing and not the other. But yet, when they make a game, they're like, well, they should give us 60 frames per second. They had to take time to work on one system, and Xbox is making it much worse because not only all games work across all systems, right? The S has to be the, the bare minimum of what it is, and then they're working on the X as well, right? So studios, smaller studios, are struggling to maintain because they have to make for multiple systems on one platform right besides this, the pc in this one aspect microsoft is trying to have the cake and eat it too they made the s purposefully to incorporate people into their ecosystem of the digital world and game pass 100 percent. end of argument now the game development suffers because we can't get games for the next-gen systems because you want us in your ecosystem, right? Once again, easy fix. If you want digital-only games on your ass and that's where you want them to live, then you, my friend, are last. You are last. Right. The guy who bought the system gets his games first, and the guy who doesn't want to have any more library in this house and just wants digital games to go play has to wait a year for that game to go on the system, right? And besides, Microsoft's got a huge pillow of money every month that can offset whatever they right. want of the, of the losing of the money for, for what you believe you're going to lose on the S, right? right? right. The rest of us are, are riding the wave of technology. I want my game. Right, right, no, and that's understandable. You go yeah. wait. Yeah, that's, you go wait. That's understandable. I like. I'm, I'm glad they're fighting for the last year to get rid of the S. Good. Get out. Get them out. That. Stop trying to make everything for everybody. You can't. The S. The S you is can't. The, the the S is the answer. The reason Xbox wants S, okay, is that they want you in house. They want you in their ecosystem. So once you get an S, you can never go back to GameStop to get a. a to get a used game. You can only right. get the game that's on only with the them. digital store yes. or you're only getting on Game Pass. You're only buying microtransactions within their, their ecosystem, okay? PlayStation decided to do it with their digital version and their disc version. Obviously, a lot more people have the digital version than they have the disc version because that's the way the companies make it. They sell two systems, but one's in supply and one is a not, right? The best-selling console that Xbox has got is the Series S. Why is that? Well, there's no disk drive. Because it's the only one we can find. And that's the what only one that they were about? developing to it's put out there. Find. Exactly. On purpose, I couldn't Sarge. find an X. On, on purpose. On purpose. Right. I don't, I don't want to go back to that argument. I don't want to go back to that argument. That, that's a whole different argument. You know damn well they could release what they wanted to. But they released the S only. Use the crisis as the example for the chip shortage and pushed out what they wanted to push out. How... It's called captive audience. No, the, the S is not going anywhere, uh, John, because they're going to make the next series that comes out next year. This is going to be my big book of bull, one of my big book of bull things. Here we go. Big book of bull. Okay, big book of bull. I've already said this in the past, but I'm saying it now. The developers want the S gone. 
And they're like, can we please drop the requirements for the S? Xbox is like, no, not right now, but next year we're coming out with the next generation of the S. Xbox Series X and S. And the S is going to be a little bit more, a little bit more powerful. Okay, right. and they're gonna have and a new. The S will be a little bit more expensive, right? Because otherwise, it, it can't run. It won't be the S though. It'll be like the S Pro, or it'll be another S Plus. The S, yeah, the whatever, plus. whatever the, the fuck you want to call it, right? Whatever you want to call plus. it. It's on there. Next year is the driving factor, right? After the holidays this year, you're gonna start hearing more articles coming out, more things coming out of update systems, update systems. They already started. They already started. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna see that snowball effect happening. And once they can get the Series X. With no disk drive, and people are paying $400 instead of the $500, that's when it's going to start coming in, right? Because in the next year or two, Microsoft's going to have more first-party titles. They're going to have Activision underneath their belt now. They're going to have all these other things happening. They can charge more for the family plan. They can charge less for the consoles because more people are going to get a Game Pass. It's all going to come into play in the next two years for, for Microsoft. That's my, that's my big book of bull uh, prediction. A lot. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. S plus. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be called the SEX, the ex- series extended, right? Extended uh, console, right? There, that's what it is. Yeah, the S plus <laughs> plus. Yeah. So that's what I think is gonna happen, right? That's what I think is gonna happen. We'll come back. We'll come back to this and see. Ledger says, hot take, the Series S should have been a streaming-only device and launched for $200. The Series S right now is half-measured. Better yet, Geek, they're going to release the dongle or whatever the small box is, and that's going to be a $100 streaming box, okay, that you get Game Pass with. We, if you watch other, other episodes that we've done, I've predicted that already months and months and months ago. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. The, the, the sexy series, that's it, yeah. Right, the the storage extended uh, yearly gaming pass, whatever it's called. I'm a PlayStation homer, but I have Game Pass on PC. There you go. Right, so going uh, going along the lines with the uh, with the Xbox there. Let me go to. I think we have another story. Uh, where is it? That next one. Is this the other Series S one? Oh, we already read that one. Good. I have another one. Can't find it. All these tabs. We'll we'll go to. Oh God, I just had it and I lost it, Sarge. I lost it. I lost the chat. But we'll stick with Microsoft and we're gonna go to here right here. Okay. So it it appears, Sarge, for the next story. It appears that Sony is blocking Call of Duty titles being on Xbox Game Pass for a number of years. Now, the agreement between Activision, Blizzard, and Sony includes a restriction on the ability to replace Call of Duty titles on Game Pass for a number of years. Now, you're good at math, Sarge, right? I'm pretty good at math. Now, we know that Bill Spencer offered offered a three-year extension to the already deal that was already there. So what is that number, Sarge? Three years on top of whatever's left. And when do we see the next Call of Duty? Or uh, I'm sorry, when's the next Call of Duty that can't be on PlayStation? What year? Like five five years. That's right, five years. Five, right? five years from now. Yeah. Five years from now. Five years, right? Yeah, so that's, that's, that's roughly 20, 2027. Yeah, 2027. Okay. Now I, I got to find that article now. Okay, here it is. Yeah, so Call of Duty would stay on PlayStation through 2027 if Sony accepts the offer, right? Now, this is the offer that Jim Ryan was crying about because he said it wasn't 
acceptable. It's unacceptable, right? So if he accepts it, it'll take to 2027, okay, if he accepts the offer. Microsoft has officially confirmed that Call of Duty would remain on PlayStation through the end of 2027 if Sony had accepted the post-merge offer. Sony has officially rejected said offer because it's not good enough, okay? Because in five years, Sarge, they can't come up with a game. They can. The multi-million, billion-dollar company cannot come up with a with a first-person Call of Duty game or competitor. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because everybody who worked on the first-party games is now broken off from all major studios. They've all started their own studios, and they're making their own games, their own first-person shooter games or whatever they want to make. Everybody that's currently working on Battlefield and Modern, and, and, and Modern Warfare or Call of Duty games are all, in the nicest way to say it, rookies compared right. to everybody else. And, uh, and that's, why you, that's why you have Battlefield 2077. That's why you have this. Yeah. It's because they're all rookies. Right? There's no pass the torch. It was just dump and run. That's all it was. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kuda Papa says thirty on the Series S. The only uh, it only has four uh, teraflops GPU power versus the Series X has twelve teraflops. That's like using a two fifty uh, graphics card versus a two eighty super, just to put it into the GPU hi uh, hierarchy terms. Uh, so the S does hurt. Uh, Geek Ledger says I have a Series S simply as game streaming box for for the Xbox exclusives, third party games I play on PlayStation Five along with the PlayStation exclusives. I also have a Switch for Nintendo. You you sound like me, Geek. I have like all the systems except PlayStation Five because I couldn't get one. Uh, it says on today's uh, today Microsoft published a 38 page response to UK's con uh, Competition Markets Authority and made compelling arguments that why the $70 billion merger should be allowed. Microsoft provides lots of data, figures, and insights to the game industry, while also confirming the terms of a controversial Call of Duty deal. Now, reports of Microsoft says that Call of Duty would have remained on PlayStation through at least the end of 2027 if Sony had agreed to the original offer. This confirms two interesting points. First, the statement made by Sony Interactive Entertainment by Pre President Jim Ryan, who had publicly revealed that the term of offer were factual. Okay, secondly, this also strongly implements that the Microsoft did indeed have plans to make Call of Duty franchise exclusive to Xbox to some degree. No, there, there, there's no exclusive. There, there, no one says exclusive. It just your contract ends in 2027 to renegotiate. It doesn't say end in 2027, dead to you. You're never going to do it. This is your last contract. It says five-year deal, and then they'll renegotiate. Okay? Yeah, just like FIFA renegotiates. Yeah. Or Madden renegotiates. Yeah. Right? They all renegotiate. Hey, by the way, isn't Sony supposed to have their big presentation yeah, we'll, soon, bro? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that isn't as well. Isn't it supposed to have it? Isn't yeah. that supposed to happen? Elsewhere in documents, Microsoft says that it has no incentive to withdraw Call of Duty. This begs the question why offer was established in the first place. Because they want to negotiate just in case something happens in five years. They're not in a long-term deal. Because if you go for 10 years, then you're screwed if something happens. So you put five with a negotiation after, and if it, it's the same. You go, yeah, it's the same, same deal, five more years, and they're like, okay, right? It, it doesn't. Yeah, but, the, but how worried are you? Right? They have to be really worried. Do we, do we have to? Do I? Do I have to go do some research now and figure out how much money Sony makes off of Call of Duty and see if that's going to be a deciding factor for their stock price to go into the fucking toilet? Because in <laughs> five years they don't have a Call of Duty game. Is that what we're talking about? I wonder. I wonder. I wonder what Ryan's looking for. Do you think he's looking for like seven years? Do you think he's looking for 10 I, years? What, what do you think he's I looking wanna for? Know, I, I want to know. I want to know. Listen, nobody cries this hard over for one fucking game. 
right? PlayStation's got a list of games that's all on their own. They have their own games. Nobody's crying. Nobody's crying. Say, I, say, uh, I, did I, gar- I guarantee you, Sarge, that Call of Duty sells more than, the, than their all their first-party titles. That's great. Not, to, not even, combined. Even, I'm saying, like, against each one of them. Once again, even if that is true, even if that's 100% true, you have five years to make a right. fucking move. Or more. Or Do more. something. Right. Do something. Don't don't be crying in the corner. Well, in five years, our company's gonna be broke. No, that's the stupidest. That, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Right? In five years, we not we may not be here anymore because I can't sell Call of Duty. Get the fuck out of here, man! <laughs> I can't stand listening to this shit anymore. The man's on a tour to stop the to, to stop the assimilation of of Activision Blizzard into Microsoft because he can't sell a Call of Duty game. Does anybody else find this a little amusing? Anybody else? Anyone? I can't find that story of, of Sony Please. canceling their. Thought I had it. And we're not, and we're not even talking about. And let's be clear. We're not even talking about just game sales. We're talking about microtransactions up the ass. Okay. We're talking about everything, right? And they say that. Oh my God! It's it's over. Sony's done. They can't sell Call of Duty. It's all over. Start selling stocks now. What? What? I can't find the I can't find that article. Let me go back to the Discord. I think I missed it. We have the we have it where they canceled uh the the show. Where is that? Uh CMA Public Views Microsoft Acquisition. That's What the, do you think they canceled the show? Well, they they think about canceling their 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 next Sony plays or whatever. But the presentation? Yeah. I thought that was coming out soon. Microsoft leaks business. Where the hell is this thing? I, I just. Krebsy, can you help me for a second? Because I can't seem to find. I can't seem to find the, that, that story. Well, that's because it's next generation comic. That's, that's the whole point why it's $10 more. Because, you know, next gen. Yeah, that's, that's just how it goes. Yeah, next gen, ten bucks more because it's next gen. You know. Is this uh, Brad? Seems that it confirmed rumors. Okay, here it is. Here it is. I, I found it. Oh, it's a it's a it's a YouTube video. So somebody, one of the YouTubers out there, I think his name is Brad Sams, uh, doing the best to confirm a rumor that Sony has delayed their first party showcase to strengthen their case against the Microsoft Activision acquisition. So I'm not sure how to. How is he strengthening the case, right? The best way I could think of is Sony doesn't want to come out showing what first-party titles they have coming out because if they do, then it would show that they have really good games coming out for their system, which is the number one. And nobody else is right. Which is the and number one. Right, which is the number one selling system, right? With the most first-party games and exclusives, right? So they're trying to hold this back while they're in 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 talks with all of this, saying don't don't go with Microsoft because they. They're going to tank the market. Meanwhile, PlayStation's like, yeah, we have all these exclusives and stuff. And I mean, this is not me hating on Sony. I just think it's funny that Sony's like, yeah, we're going to cancel this because we don't want to show all the stuff that we have coming out for our number one selling title on this number one selling console that's better than the competition that we're telling you to not go with. Right? Exactly. So so there has to just Don't give them this. We, We can't show them what we're working on. 
We're going to show them that we're much better than Microsoft right now. We can't do that, right? And I, I, I just think it's funny. Hujo says, I want to know how much Jim Ryan paid the UK regulators asking for any of uh, everyone's uh, uh, opinion on the deal. Yeah, it, it's weird. And the UK is, is, you know, siding with them. I, I still think it'll go through. I still think it'll go through because obviously it all done by vote. So if all these other countries say yes and the UK says no, I'm sure it'll still go through. Hello, Smoker says, if the Call of Duty ever did go exclusive on Xbox, all Sony got to do is just pull Destiny from PlayStation. Yeah, we've talked about that week, weeks and months ago. We said that. 100, yeah. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%.
with an iPhone in his house can develop a better storefront than Microsoft trillion dollar company on their own software. Why? Because he has to and Microsoft doesn't, right? So Microsoft is building an Xbox mobile game store to take on Apple and Google. Uh, Microsoft is quietly building a mobile Xbox store that will ri uh, rely on Activision and King Games. Okay, that's why they're paying seventy billion dollars. Right? It's not for Call of Duty. Right? It's it's for all the other things like Candy Crush and all the other stuff that are making billions of dollars for them as fast as they can. That's correct. Microsoft that's is building a Xbox mobile store to directly offer games on mobile devices, challenging Apple and Google. And the software giant first hinted at the next generation store it would build for games earlier this year, but it has now quietly revealed details on the plans uh, plans and, fi and filings in the UK Competition of the Markets Authority. So the CMA is currently investigating the $68.7 billion Activision acquisition, and they asked Microsoft for context in the filings, and Microsoft says big motiv motivations for purchases to help build up the mobile gaming presence, which they said they're not even a part of, right? They said they're not even on the list, okay? They're seventh in PCs. They're third or fourth in, in consoles. They're not even exist in mobile market, right? So this is why they're buying Activision, so they can get into the mobile market, not because of the console market, right? This is the way they're spinning their, their stuff, right? So it plans for a space, apparently, including creating an Xbox mobile gaming platform and store. And here's what the company says of the filings. So the transaction will improve Microsoft's ability to create a next-generation game store, which operates across a range of devices, including mobile, as a result, in addition to Activision Blizzard's content, Building an Activision Blizzard ex existing communities of gamers, Xbox will seek to scale the Xbox store to mobile, attracting gamers to new Xbox mobile platform. Shifting com consumers away from the Google Play Store and the App Store on mobile devices will, however, require a major shift in consumer behavior, and Microsoft hopes that offering well-known and popular content gamers will be inclined to try to something new. So Call of Duty Mobile and Candy Crush Saga are two popular mobile games published by Activision and King. Uh, respectively, and Microsoft could leverage these titles to help build out the game store and rival Google and app. So, what do you think, Sarge? Think about the uh, their move here, go mobile. Listen, every those of you who are following market trends know that mobile gaming is the place to make all the money. Right, right. You set up a shitty ass three type billion of game devices. Right? A, right, three billion devices. All I need is a shitty game with a good game loop. And a way to hook somebody into it, right? And I can make trillions, trillions of dollars. I can make trillions of dollars. You, once again, we are not talking about a market share. We are talking about the population of the planet, okay? Right. We're not talking about 18 to 25. We're not talking about 18 to 54. I'm not talking about any of that shit anymore. It's people with phones, okay? So if you don't think for a moment Microsoft's going to get involved in this in some way and get a piece to that pie, okay, you're dreaming. You're dreaming. Right. Right. Everybody wants mobile market games. And here's the best part. Mobile market games, if not careful, will crash just like the games did back in the 80s when they make a bunch of crappy games that no one cares about. And all it is is trying to steal money from people. And everyone finally realizes it and says, fuck all these games. Right. Which is the reason why. They want to have a game service even on your phone, okay? A game pass thing on your phone. Because even though my company makes 10 out of 50 games that are just garbage trying to steal money from you, and you're like, I hate them, fuck them, right? Meanwhile, you're giving them 10 bucks a month 
for the privilege of playing all these games that are right. so much fun. So it doesn't matter that some guy's making some, just ramming it home, trying to get as much money from you as possible with another version of Candy Crush. Right? That's what we're Crush. talking about, people. Candy Crush. It's not it's not how you start playing the game. It's the it's the end game. It's 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 how you finish Candy Crush. Um, Candy Crush makes like multiple billions of dollars seven, a year. Seven, I think it was seven, seven billion. It's, it's ridiculous what Candy Crush right. makes. Right, that that's Candy Crush. Right, that's Candy Crush. A little one screen, moving yeah, the things that's across. All it is. The, it's not an open world like RPG. Right. Open right. world first to, person I shooter. The, I don't have to worry about the right. update or right. if it's what, not a, if it's optimized. What, or, what, do, what do you think? COVID stopped the, yeah. the progress of the what, developers. How much money do you think they spent to develop Candy Crush in the beginning? You think it was a rival Grand Theft Auto yeah. Five? I, I'll give them. I'll give them. I'll give benefit of the doubt. Two fifty. Two fifty. I give two hundred fifty million. Two hundred fifty million dollars. You think to develop Candy Crush? Yeah, yeah, because they the guys they they blow it up. They say how much money we're gonna make after they bought their mansions and and cars. Listen, it's easy. Yeah, you show them the game. You tell the people how much you're gonna make in the first six months or first year. The guy who makes the game goes, yeah, this is how much money you're gonna make in the first year. And they go, really? And they go, yeah. And this is my payment for making the game. Right. Like, oh, that sounds fair because I'm gonna make this money back in a year anyway. So two hundred fifty million dollars is nothing, right? I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make how much? Six billion. uh, Five billion a year? Yeah, yeah, sure. You can make a game for two hundred fifty million. Uh, yeah, John, exactly. It's how exactly it works. John Williams said ten bucks or cost one copy of Photoshop. <laughs> Seriously, the 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 fact that look, it's not just Call of Duty though, Jesse. It's we we know that Blizzard before the, this deal went through, they wanted to make Overwatch on mobile. They wanted they had Call of Duty on mobile. They have Diablo on mortal. We're talking about uh. World Worldcraft is wants to come to console. They want all of this stuff to be across all the platforms and all the things. And the people that are gonna bitch about Diablo Immortal, they have Diablo Four for you, right? So they're like, don't worry about Diablo Immortal. That's not for you. That's for other people that are gamers on mobile phones, right? Here you go. Here's the new toy. Here's Diablo Four, and you're like, oh, Diablo Four. Forget about Diablo Immortal. And then you'll pay microtransactions for that one. They'll pay microtransactions for that one, right? That's that's what it is. Four options. Oh, yes. Yeah. Get him, Frosk. <laughs> you tell him, Frosk. So, yeah. So, lots of stuff happening with the mobile stuff. Uh, and then there's also another story of Netflix, right? So, Microsoft Microsoft is going one way. They, they want to capture the mobile market. Netflix is going the opposite. They're going Netflix is seriously exploring cloud gaming. They want to get into the gaming market, right? Before I even read this, this is what I've been saying for months, maybe even uh, almost two years now. I said that Microsoft is trying to get into a market that PlayStation and Nintendo are not into, right? They're trying to get into this cloud gaming. They're they're making the market. Amazon's jumping on board. Google's jumping on board. Phil Spencer said, we're not worried about that. We're worried about Google and Amazon. And now Netflix. Netflix has hit their, their, their um, what's the word? The uh, saturation point. Saturation point. Thank you. The saturation point of Netflix, right? And they have to they they try to make original content, which throw more money at it, but they can't do anything. So they have to start investing that money into other avenues, and they're trying to do the cloud gaming. I, I've never played a game on my Netflix account. I don't even know how to play. And even if I do, it's a shitty mobile game, right? Which I I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that want to play it. I don't. 
Okay, so Netflix is seriously exploring cloud gaming. It also opened a second in-house studio led by Overwatch's former executive producer. Okay, it seems like Netflix is still very much serious about tapping into the gaming development as well as opening up another studio by the lead former uh, Overwatch lead vice president gaming Mike Verdon uh, says the company is seriously exploring a foray of into cloud gaming. The value added, he said, by the panel during the TechCrunch uh, we're not, quote, we're not asking you to subscribe to a console replacement. We're, it's a completely different business model. Uh, the hope is, over time, that it just becomes uh, this very natural way to play games where, uh, wherever you are. Verdu didn't offer uh, any further details on what Netflix cloud gaming could, uh, could look like, nor was it very forthcoming about whether to expect the uh, priority of Netflix's control similar to what Amazon, Luna, and Google Stadia offer with their service. Verdu also did touch upon Stadia's during his talk, however, with the cloud gaming service shutting down in January 2023. It's understandable that some of us aren't sure of the technology viable, but Verdu uh, doesn't believe that cloud gaming was the reason behind No, I don't think so either. I think it's the business model that Stadia failed. But yeah, so Netflix, you know what I think they're doing, Sarge? He just said it's a completely different business model. I, how much do you want to bet? Because, chat, how many of you watch Netflix? And while you're watching Netflix, you're like, pick up your phone and you start scrolling through stuff, right? You're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're watching Netflix, but you're, you're going through stuff. You're not 100% you're not focused. How much you want to bet that they created these mobile games? So if you're watching Stranger Things and then you know that Stranger Things has a game, that you're playing the game while you're watching Stranger Things in the background and they start to see your 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 concurrent of how many people are not watching our shows but also now bundling their phones right so now this it's, it's this all, this could be all a thing. about about time bro remember i said it last week we're not selling product right i'm selling time right, right. how much time do i capture from my pro, uh, from my customer that's basically what we're talking about right the world's about to change like the, the seriously, the level the level of which gaming has infiltrated society, things are about to change, because, like we said back in the old days, like a normal gamer, maybe three or four games a year, like you know if the time but we have time restraints and whatnot, maybe you bought three or four games a year at sixty bucks a pop, right? Right. We're talking about people bouncing around between mobile games. I'm not talking about console games bouncing around inside mobile games and they're doing they're doing $60 maybe two or three times a week a week okay that's the kind of that's the kind of numbers you're talking about right because it's 10 bucks here 12 bucks here got to buy some gems over here what's my monthly thing over here i got to pay for that like and it's just another it's just another hand in the pocket that a big deal couple bucks bro couple bucks here couple bucks there Right. right, right, and not to count the all the money that comes out of your account for your monthlies, right? My Game Pass thing, my Netflix thing, but right. Meanwhile, everyone's still walking around saying the same shit. Oh man, I'm broke. Can't go nowhere. Can't do nothing. Oh, okay. They're after whales, okay. And and what what's the one beyond besides whales? Krakens. The, the krakens, right? They're they're after the whales and krakens. It doesn't matter. You give them the monthly, they're looking for the whales and the krakens, right? That's basically what it is. Well, I, I think they're also they'll even down, better, Milky. Down, even down, better down the line, they'll probably bundle it, right? You know what I'm saying? So you get Netflix, and then you also get their streaming 
platform for gaming. And then if you get the uh, the pro pack of Netflix or whatever premium Netflix plus, okay, then you get both of them combined. You can play the games. You can also stream movies and whatnot. Uh, real quick, uh, Geek Ledger says Oxenfree is available via Netflix. I highly recommend it. Love Oxenfree. I played Oxenfree and we talked about it multiple years ago. Is that the Ollie Ollie? It's Oxen. It's Oxenfree. It's a two dimensional. It's a two D side scroller like story. Uh, psychological i guess you could say very cool very cool story i didn't know it was on netflix i would rather play it on pc uh myself or or a console but yeah fantastic fantastic game they also made another game that i played and i forget what that one that one's called but by the same developers it squad says i don't watch netflix i watch t- uh, tv very little and i don't watch any movies anymore yeah i'm, I'm in that same boat right now hit squad i i watch uh the only thing I'm watching right now is Terminal List <clears throat> with my wife. We're watching Terminal List. Uh, we watched uh, Murders in the Building. Uh, we watched Lego Masters. We watched Domino Masters. And there's, like, one other thing I'm watching. I'm not watching really anything. I'm waiting for Andor to, like, finish, then watch more of that, like, all of it. Anyway. Um, let's see what else we got. Triggers the same dopium. Spawns is playing slots. What, the... Uh, Oh, microtransactions. Everything. Gambling. I got you. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So we, next story. We always talk about the metaverse, right? And me and Sarge, every time they brought this metaverse up for the last like three, four years, we're like, the metaverse has been around for like 20 years. Okay. Like we talk about Second Life all the time. So there's an article. I thought it was funny and I saw it and I was like, oh, well, this is funny. Okay. So the metaverse was around way before you realized, right? Because everyone just thinks like the metaverse is just starting, okay? Mark Zuckerberg had a challenging few weeks. The Zuckfest render is less than remarkable graphics has been targeted uh, number of jokes since the release of the first public image of metaverse, or at least a version he's convinced uh, or conceived by the meta. The company has hails the metaverse as something like Facebook 2.0, completely immersive VR setting and socialized calibration of the future of work. Um, so his concern of the metaverse has been that Facebook with VR graphics debuting with the Sims caliber render of the CEO's face has not quite uh, that concern. Now, the metaverse seems to be drawing more jeers and uh, slices than buy-in, right? It naturally is troubled that the House of Zuck. I love how that's his House of Zuck. I, I call it the House of Suck, but meta company incorporating all the Facebook business ventures is reportedly understandably worried that that may have hung the name of VR social network that is neither terrible social nor much good of virtualizing reality via the Twitter. If Meta is going to solve the problem, it might start playing a little Fortnite. Fortnite, Minecraft, Second Life, and virtualiz- virtualizations of culture. All of these are Metas. And Second Life has been out for literally, oh, it'll be 20 years next year. Like, just approaching 20 years, okay? So I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Meta bought Second Life. Maybe. Maybe. You know what I mean? It says, that's just the young blood. Elder nerds will recall flocking to virtual settings with less graphical pop than a waxy styrofoam look over at Meta. The, the uh, Second Life launch in its grim darkness of, uh, of 2003 is still standing amongst the predecessor and descendants. Enormous creative and collaborative projects also take place in the MMOs like World of Warcraft, EVE Online, browser-based oddities like uh, Kingdom of, Lo- of Loathing. Still have their fans. ASC two, ASC two, Star Wars still populate. Mud and mucks. List goes on. Believe it or not, every uh, instance of virtualization from here to Fortnite 
Latest update to 90s vintage text-based MUD uh, is also quality common than Meta has thus far, right? So they're saying that the Meta has completely missed the, the mark, right? And we talk about this all the time, Sarge. Like, for instance, Gotham Knights comes out, and they have a system in there for, like, crafting and, and, and stuff. There's games that came before it that had a better system, right? Intentionality, like Division, Destiny, Warframe, all these other systems, but they don't ever look at those systems like, we're going to make a better system. And they don't, make a, they don't make a better system, make a shitty system. Mark Zuckerberg is like, we're going to make the meta. We're going to be the first to make the meta. Meanwhile, there's been the meta for the last 20 decades. years. Right, decades have already been passed. And he's like, we're going to do it better. And that they do it worse because they don't take the good parts. They just take the generalistic part and say, we're going to make the metaverse and not make an actual metaverse. Do you do you see do you see this going anywhere? See the I can't believe he changed Facebook into the Meta. Okay, first off, dumbest call, move. I, I, I don't call it that. Dumbest move. Of course not. I call it I, Facebook. I, I will. I will. I call Facebook. I'm yeah. never calling it Meta. Right. I call Meta as in we're talking about the Meta. Yeah, like in general. Talking about Meta as yeah. the yes, sir. Like a topic of like horror flicks, the <clears> Meta, <throat> right? The Metaverse yes. games. But, yes. but I'm not talking about. I, I, I'm not falling for this ruse that every time we mention the word Meta, we think we're talking about that that guy. No, we're not doing that. Yeah, I, I do. You, do you see? Obviously, last week we talked about the Quest Pro, the new headset that they came out with. Right. We talked about virtual reality. Chat was saying that they love certain games in VR. Do you see a world like Ready Player One? In the next yes. ten years, I don't know about depending on depending on the trajectory of hardware, and uh, if we can break the limits of the chip, because now we're like uh, that we can't fit any more. Um, I forget what the terms are. We can't fit any more uh, on the chip. We can't fit any more pieces of the metal. Like we can't get the mic. We're we're on like micro or nano now. We're we're getting to the point now where we can't put any more on the chip. So right. either. We have to change the the technology where it's like light, like the points of light instead of like electric currents. Like we're at that level now. So until we break through that and the processing power can change, we're probably going to cap out in probably ten years. Right. We're going to cap out completely because <laughs> the computer the computers won't be able to go any faster. But usually, what ends up happening, and every time it does, as soon as they can't figure out they can't grow anymore, miraculously there's a breakthrough. Miraculously, somebody comes up with this great new idea about how how computers can run now, and so we'll go from there. But we, I, I think we're going to cap out. Well, here here's the the thing I'm bringing up next is about the VR, right? So I think that if we have stuff like this now, we talked in the past about in the in, in a couple of years, instead of having family rooms, we're going to have VR rooms, right? Because you have to have a VR room to do certain things. We've seen other things in the past. We brought up on the show where you have those little platforms that you walk on, you put special shoes on, you tie yourself in, a little little waistband around you, you're hanging from the ceiling. We've we've talked about the void. Check check this out, Sarge. This this is I'm going to bring this up on the screen. Okay, I'm going to put I'm going to put the sound on for a second here so you guys can uh might be a little too loud. The Omni Deck is a piece of high called the Omni Deck. Okay, the Omni Deck. All right? So here we go. The OmniDeck is a piece of high-level military training technology from Sweden that we use for video games. Haru Entertainment is the only business in the world with the OmniDeck available for public use. 
It's finely tuned to your movements and synced with your headset so it knows your relative position at all times. On the software side, we map it to each game, so while you walk forward, it brings you back to center, and no, it doesn't move you back in the game. <laughs> while it doesn't feel exactly like regular walking, it takes about five minutes for the average person to get used to walking on it. So we aren't going to run on it yet, we still need to install the harness for maximum safety play. There's a lot of work to fine tune it, which is why we're testing every day. We've already synced it with one of our newer headsets, videos on that soon. We're working towards a real Ready Player One experience. Also, if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> I love what she says there. If you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> right? I mean, that's that right there. They said it's a very expensive. They're the only ones in the world that have this technology. It's a military. Like, I love it. Right? I love it. That will be something that's in your house. A smaller a version smaller of version. that. Yes. Yeah, a smaller version yes. of that. Right. right, I'm on a floor that moves. I'm, I'm hooked up to a thing I can run and do whatever. Yes, Ready Player One. Yeah. Yes. That that yes. that to me is if you can have, and we've talked about this in the past, and it always comes back up. But if you have facilities like this, where I don't think VR is going to catch on at home in the next couple of years, right? Obviously, uh, you yeah. can buy the Quest and stuff like that, and it's getting closer. Price points coming down, but now it's going back up a little bit. But if you had a facility. Like they do in Ready Player One, where you go to a location, hook yourself up, and go there. Then, then we're talking where VR could literally be something where people rent sort of like internet cafes, but you go there and do VR cafes where you go into the world. And now they, they do have VR cafes now, but this is next level, right? This is, this is next level. I just wanted to bring this up and show everybody because I thought that was pretty cool that I like how they have paddings on the walls, and they said they haven't started running yet because they need the, the harness system on there. It is a, It would feel a little weird, though. You're walking, and then you stop walking, and the rollers keep pull you back to the center on purpose because if you, if you stop where you are and then move forward, you're going to fall off the freaking mat, right? So, right. so it, it constantly pushes right. you back towards the center of the circle, which is pretty neat. Mainstream VR is still about 10 to 15 years away, plus with the avid of the holograph images, Horizon VR might be obsolete. Yeah, well, I, I said that I don't think VR will ever take off. I said more AR would take off. I think VR is still always going to be a niche market. Remember VR when we were kids? Nintendo tried VR. There was VR head. There's been VR headsets from the late '70s till now. It's always it's always here, right? So, I think there's, I think there's points that you can do for instance we've talked about the sporting events and stuff i think that's a bigger market than actually video games right where i can sit at a concert front row go to a sporting event be on the 50 be in the end zone set up a camera every once in a while and you have millions of people watching from that one location and charge you know a bigger price tag right so i i think we're still far off from from being everybody getting this in their house because the price points even if they bring it, if they gave you the headset to get that that floor in your house, that's going to be extremely expensive. There's no way yeah, but, you can afford that. But there's there's certain things that don't catch on right away. Okay, remember remember the standing little electric scooter thing, the thing you stand on, you just lean and it moves. And then in certain places, like mall cops use it now and somewhere. But like it's not practical in all places. But like that that piece, that little thing. Now we've got e scooters and e bikes yeah. and. Those kind of things, and so it's slowly trying to catch on. VR is where we're gonna go. The, the the technology isn't there yet. You have to be able to get. You have to be able to get a 
good chunk of the population to be able to put on an apparatus that allows them to see inside the game without causing vertigo, right. headaches, right. all kinds of stuff. So they're working on different ways of how the eye sees and how this, this is how it has to work, right? This is your testing ground, right? Sure, a good percentage of people can, can, can deal with it, right? So how do they figure that out? They make public places like those units. They test out different headsets, different eyewear, and see what percentage of the population. And by the way, why do you think you fill out all that information? Guy, girl, right. age, right. Or, you know, you follow information. And so if you got sick or something happened to you, they just go, oh, so he got sick, got dizzy, right? right. Well, when did you get sick? When did you get dizzy? During what part? Oh, okay. And they take that. that this is how it works, man. How else, can you, how else can you test how it's supposed to work unless you have got guinea pigs? Hmm. Rakuta Papa says AR is a niche. It's really not as big as VR market is. AR is just augments what you, uh, what you already see. Yeah, but he- yes. Here's the thing. Yeah. It, you're going to see everybody in the next five to seven years all walking around. Like, you have your cell phone in your pocket, right? Everyone's surfing the web. If I could surf the web with a contact lens in my eye right? that sees everything that my cell phone sees, okay, right. that's an AR headset in your head, right? right. People will be wearing right. the glasses. They'll have a contact lens, whatever it is. That's going to be more uh, prevalent than a blocked view of VR where you go into a world, right? All right, so here's here here would be here would be the thing for me, right? Once the hardware is a pair of sunglasses, right? And I mean that. A pair of glasses, right? A pair of sunglasses. Not a big bulky helmet, sunglasses, right? In my mind's eye as a kid, right? When we used to play in the in the backyards of our neighbors' houses and things, we used to carry around squirt guns. We imagined dinosaurs yeah. walking around we imagine and you call have to fight of duty. the dinosaurs yeah, yeah, yeah. right exactly. so you can imagine the beginnings of that where i put the glasses on as a little kid and i'm in my backyard and i get to actually fight dinosaurs in my yard right like how sick is it because you don't have to worry about running into walls it's because your augmented reality is right. i'm outside right. and i see the creatures running around that would be first before vr yeah. So I'm thinking that they're just testing the grounds out. I'm thinking AR is definitely going to be first because if I can, I don't have to worry about crashing into things. I'm actually outside. You know, you'd have, you, you would have people in parks, designated parks, hanging out for their entertainment time, putting on their glasses and doing whatever they're doing. Yeah, Akuta Papa, I, I, in 2007, I, I worked on a camera that filmed like the Superman Gen- it's the Genesis. Uh, it's called the Genesis, it filmed Superman, Man of Steel. I didn't film it, but the camera that filmed Genesis, it. Genesis, what's that? We, we got, we got um, trained on it, and they showed us the television set that was curved, but it was holographic, right? So it was like three-dimension, no glasses, okay? And you could watch a football game, and you could walk to the back end of the offensive line and be behind, like, you know, like when you walk around a stadium, you know when you get to that corner piece, you're like, on the on the edge where you could see behind the offensive line, then behind the defensive line, you could do this by just walking on the television set and moving b- based on the camera and technology. I've never seen imagine, it since 2007. Imagine 2007 is the, when I when I got trained and, and saw this. I've never seen it in technology uh, in public. Imagine imagine watching sports. Right. Imagine watching sports in your house. Right. 
It all depends. Your Sunday, your, your Sunday ticket basically is I'm at the 50-yard line. Or actually, I can be wherever the ball is. Whatever line the ball happens to be on, I'm on that line. Right. Yeah. I, I think I think it all depends on what you're talking. VR in school, if you if you put the problem is it's a safety hazard when you have no visual. You put a thing on, and that's a safety thing, right? So I I I see both VR and AR working. I think AR will be faster and exponentially faster and brought into te- into the world faster for everyday life, right? You're sitting at your desk. Everyone's sitting in cubicles, but there's no monitors in front of them. They put their glasses on. They have all the monitors in yeah. front of them and whatnot. Right. That, that, to me, is going to be faster and more prevalent in society than a VR headset. A room, now, a room full of computers. Now, obviously, if you're playing games... You're never going to put an AR headset on to play Call of Duty because Call of Duty, you would see your rest of the world behind what you're playing in the game. When you play games, you want your vision to be, you want to be zoned in. So I think VR is going to be much more prevalent, but it's never going to be, uh, it's never going to take the place over where everyone, TVs are gone. And everyone's just running around with VR headsets on, right? In their houses well, and eventually, stuff. Eventually, we, we won't be around to see that, but maybe, eventually. maybe. Yeah, the wired cameras at games, you could uh, be in action 100% of the time. Right. VR is very much more gaming application. AR is better for business. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So I think they both they both have a thing, but AR is going to be much more successful than VR because VR is a very niche market where AR, everybody can use it for everything. You could be at a sporting event. It's just your phone, but in front of you at all times. You're like, uh, uh, hey, hey, Bob, uh, what's the, uh, the stats of... of uh, you know, name a basketball player while you're at the base at the basketball game. You never, you don't take your phone out of your pocket. It's just boom, it's right in front of you. You're seeing all. It's like Iron Man in his in his helmet. Basically, you're seeing all the stats. You're seeing all the stuff. What it is? It's your phone in front of your face at all times now. You can see through it. Yeah. The the one the one I think about, one I thought about is is a, is from an old sci-fi movie called Strange Days. And I think that would be also something that's like end game at the end of the VR AR line where you wear a device on your head and whatever you're experiencing, it records. And then you can actually record the experience and give it to somebody else so they can have the experience that you can have. Right. Right. If anyone hasn't seen Strange Days, take a look at the movie. It's an old sci-fi movie. Ray Phineas stars in it from back, I think, in uh, early O's, if I'm not mistaken, either the late 90s or early O's. I just love how you said an old movie before the yeah. turn of the century. Basically. That's a whole movie. It's 20 yeah, years. No, I know. I know. It's just when you hear it out loud, it doesn't, it just isn't. Yeah. All right. So the next story I want to talk about, we talked about Splinter Cell a couple, about a month ago, ago that they're going to be making a remake. Well, Splinter Cell's remake director has left Ubisoft. Okay. So the remake will be first mainline Splinter Cell game in a decade. And now the director... Uh, David uh, Grivel, uh, the director of upcoming Splinter Cell Remake, has left Ubisoft after 11 years, he has announced. In a post-LinkedIn, he has said that it's time for him to go on the next adventure. Grivel worked on Ghost Recon Future Soldier, Ubisoft Paris, before moving over to Ubisoft Toronto to work on Splinter Cell Blacklist, Assassin's Creed Unity, Far Cry 4, 5, and 6, and the most recently upcoming Splinter Cell Remake. So he already worked on it. So he's done with it, and now he's moving on. So Ubisoft officially confirmed last December that it's working on a remake of Splinter Cell, and the stealth action game, which is the first release in 20, since 2002, Xbox exclusive, 
Oh my god, it was an Xbox exclusive? It said that the game will be uh, rebuilt from the Snowdrop engine, which also powers the division being used to build Avatar Frontier of Pandora, uh, which also got delayed. Ubisoft upcoming Star Wars game, also to deliver the next generation visuals of gameplay and dynamic lighting and shadows uh, in the series is known for. It was discovered earlier this year that Ubisoft Toronto is currently looking for to recruit a scriptwriter to update the original game store for uh, story. Sorry for the modern day audience, whichever that means. Uh, that'll be a story for another day once they decide what the story is. Splinter Cell's story centers around the protagonist Sam Fisher, Black Ops agent, U.S. Nation. I love Splinter Cell. Okay, I thought the I thought the director left during, so they're done. His his job is done with it now. They're probably just finishing up all the stuff. So, but the director left them after 11 years, which makes you wonder, why is he leaving? Is he going to uh, another studio? Is there something going on with Ubisoft? Because someone that worked on that many games and has been with the company for 11 years seems a little odd that he, all of a sudden he's leaving. Did he, did he say he leaving or retiring? It says leaving. Uh, uh, moving uh, Ghost Recon. Posting link said it's time for him to go on a new adventure. On a leaving not retiring got not it not retiring so he's uh going off to better pastures which means he doesn't like ubisoft's future because he sees the storm coming with skull and bones beyond good and evil 2 skull and bones like there's all, skull there's and bones. all these... basically skull and bones is like watching the eight eight foot 11 inch bridge video on youtube <laughs> <laughs> right that's that's what skull and bones is like you you know exactly why i'm watching it you know exactly what's about to happen you just want to see the severity of which it happens right, how how bad is that skull happen. and bones yeah yeah skull and bones is basically eight foot 11 inch bridge that that right? channel is fantastic krebsy what... those of you that don't know what we're talking about it's it's literally a, a whole dedicated channel of a camera on some guy's porch or building and it just looks at the underpass that says uh, I think they eight foot eleven inch. Yeah, it's eight foot eight eleven foot, inches. Eleven inches, and trucks just fly underneath <laughs> and just rip open their truck like a tin can, like a tuna can. Okay, or they just destroy. It's it's fucking hilarious. You gotta it's watch it. For, it's been around forever. Yeah, it's that, that's fantastic. A, that, that's like one of the original, I think, video you, well, YouTube, YouTube channels. Videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that dude's making money. <laughs> it's, it's got just... it's got millions of views. <laughs> Here I am making a weekly fucking podcast show and playing games and talk shows and having all this stuff. Dude, put a 20, camera twenty four seven camera on his front porch, looking at a bridge and truck slamming into it, and makes a compilation of it. Yep, I gotta, yep. I gotta move. I gotta move. I gotta find a really small bridge that and, stupid and he, people he, go under. And here's here's the best part: they actually uh, lowered the road and raised the bridge, so now it's eight foot. Nine foot two inches, right, right, and and still the same channel, like it's it's still the same channel, just clang clang, like it's still the same. It's great, oh, amazing, great. All right, so uh, let's see here. Next story: Sony patent could lead to improve facial animations in games. The recent patent for AI training systems could help free Sony's animators from some uh, constant uh, constraints of hand animated motion capture. Uh, news has surfaced that Sony is patenting a method of AI-generated facial performance capture to ease the workload of animators. Ease the workload. That's a nice way of saying, right? Because now one guy could do the, the, the work of five people, right? So 
So it's no secret nope. that Sony Interactive Entertainment Studios are industry leaders when it comes to capturing true-to-life performances in the video game media. The huge increase of fidelity across the past generation of consoles in the space of dedicated developers like Naughty Dog, Sony Santa Monica, and also from the drawing uh, facial and movement animations with painstaking effort to building games and characters entirely through performance capture. It's no wonder when Sony has filed a patent for more gaming change performance capture technology. Filed on April 1st, 2022, Sony Interactive Entertainment has patented systems that takes mesh data from the human actor captured by 3D camera and to record the depth of the face. This uh, polygon mesh is also used in game development to build accurate human models and typical handcrafted by animators using the uh, vert dots on the mocap actor's face and references. This method is also currently standard across most AAA video game development. Zomniac's upcoming Spider-Man 2, and this system would automatically generate mesh data, however, using a mixed 3D camera to train the artificial intelligence program that can actually accurately capture facial ex expressions and build the mesh data with little, ne little need for human intervention, right? So somebody's like, how do we save money? Well, we can get rid of it. If, if, you're a, if you're an animator right now, you're shaking in your boots. You're like, oh, God, there it is. There's, there's the cell phone of their of their industry they're like well this computer is going to take over and now one guy is going to make sure that it's happening right they're not going to need as many people but you the customer don't care because you will get a better game with more, more motion capture and it'll be faster for them so they can get things more done faster so then they can charge 80 dollars for the next generation games when they come out right or stuff going on less pay well, what I see when I see something like this, though, is I'm more interested in having the ability for it to scan my face or my game. wife's face. Yeah. And so when I play the game, I'm in the game and my wife is the female character in the game or your girlfriend is the female character in the game or whoever you want right. it to be is the character in the game. I think we reached that level. I said, that's that's badass. Didn't Was there a game that could do that? It's on Xbox, right? Couldn't you use the Kinect to put your face into like Madden or something like that? Yeah, but it's it, so it, bad. It was it, well, it wasn't done well. But thinking about what they can do now with the facial rec you know, facial recognition software, I don't see that being too far, man. I really don't. Right? Deep fakes are going to take over the world soon. Oh, yeah. and we're going to have to try to we're gonna, we're going to have to try to figure out who got assassinated and who really didn't. Like that's the first thing that's going to happen with all the deep fakes, right? Not to mention. All the actors now who just signed basically sign their life away because someone portrays them in a movie and they just put their face on them. So now people are getting charged for just using the face of the actor, right? So they're charging them less money. Like, where where right. are we going with this? Right. Right. I want Harrison Ford in my movie. Well, Harrison Ford's 80, not in my movie. He's not. Like Harrison, <laughs> I want to borrow your likeness, man. How much you want to sell it to me for? Or Camels, right? Or all of them did. They all sold their likeness to Disney. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, and then, uh, um, Mary Fisher's family gave the, the okay for them to use her her likeness and stuff like that. So, right, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be awesome. It's madness, absolute madness, exactly. So, from one patent to the next, we have Activision. Ooh, I, love, I love patents. Activision, you, you know, buckle up. <laughs> Anytime you hear any more patents. Any more than three patents in a year, you're like, oh, shit, someone's buying somebody. Now, Activision wants a patent-unique AI-generated music for multiplayer games. Players would get their own soundtrack based on their current situation and status. Okay, Activision is Why seeking... Why can't I just put my own music in? Activision... What are you talking about? Activision is seeking a patent ability to automatically generate in-game soundtracks unique to each player in multiple multiplayer games. As a spotted X-Pewter, a patent is titled Systems of Methods Dynamically Generate 
modulating music based on gaming events, player profiles, and other player reactions. According to the patent descriptions, the, I the idea is that players, particularly, particularly in multiplayer games, will be able to get their own unique soundtracks based on their current circumstances. So if you're bored, Sarge, or no one's around you, you're walking through, they play like, like very like little whatever like calm music and then as soon as someone shoots at you right it's gonna it's gonna make music for own, you yeah but people pick their own music that's the whole point of the next gen system we have you put your own music into the damn xbox well, they're saying that this, play my playlist i'm playing this game they're saying this music's gonna happen for you on the spot inside the game uh-huh right you're gonna pick you're gonna pick a song matching the game i'm playing so i have a question uh, who owns i say i say bet who owns I that? Bet. Who owns that though? Do they own it? Do I own it? I don't know. Because that music wouldn't be made unless I was in that situation, right? And then can right. I sell that Papu, music? Thank you. Can I sell that music? Right? Yeah, it's it's weird. Rather than a standard dynamic soundtrack, <laughs> which chooses from a series of different pre-recorded like, music. What are tracks. we patenting? <laughs> what, what? Let's back up the truck a little bit. Here. What the hell no, are you no, guys patenting? No, you don't. You don't. Are, you guys not understanding? Uh, this is the music so the of Casio. What, no, no. So the Casio is, keyboard hit random, and that Casio keyboard right. is going to play something for me. No, no. This is you know the art program we talked about like a month, two months ago. That type in some words, and it 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 makes this it makes art. The art. Yeah, it makes the it art. Makes the art for you. The, the AI makes the art. Same thing. Same exact thing, but Same with music. Thing. Right, but with music. So everyone will have different music all the time. So if I play Call of Duty 100 matches a day for 365 days a year, I will have 100 different soundtracks every single day created for me for 365 days a year. Right? Well, at that, at that point, I would think that all music ever written would be, would be written. It would be, be written. written. You'd, have, you'd have a billion people you playing their own soundtracks. Song, bro. Can't use that song. Right. That was my basically song. Basically, everything. Basically, everything's copyright. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's copy strike. <laughs> These fucking patents, right? Sony's they're, got they're, patents. They don't know for, what else to... for for helping but, you but through. You, like you, you buy you a seventy really dollar game. Sony's got a patent to help you beat a game when you can't beat a game. They they got a service that you can call somebody. There's a patent for that. They got the the facial feature patent. Now this company's got fucking patent. Activision's got a patent for music. <laughs> I'm patenting random music. The game owns it. But I don't. I, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a very. It's gonna be very, very confusing. Uh, Sony confirms <laughs> their PlayStation Five DualSense Edge controller features price and release date. The uh, the price of this thing is two hundred dollars. It comes out January twenty sixth, twenty twenty three. So you PlayStation fans out there get to the DualSense Edge, which is Sony's calling the ultra-customizable controller, including changeable stick ca uh, caps, replaceable stick modules, a back button. However, the player has even more control over the experience with customizable buttons and mapping, adjustable triggers, stops, and dead zone through a slider of back, as well as the ability to tune in the controller's stick sensitivity and dead zones. Better yet, Players can save multiple control profiles so adjustments aren't lost between games or users. At two hundred bucks, one ninety nine ninety nine, one ninety nine ninety nine. Are you out of your the, mind? The controller lasts the same amount of time as a normal controller, so we'll, I don't care to spend two hundred dollars on a controller. Yeah, I, I swear to God, if I spend two hundred dollars on a controller, I don't care how many times I can change the sticks. If I get a fucking drift within the first three months, <laughs> I'm gonna throw that stick 
<laughs> up your asshole. Okay, <laughs> I'm tired. I went through so I many put... goddamn controllers, and I and I'm buying yeah. the the regular ones, right? You, you know what I do now? Don't drop it. Don't do anything, man. No, no, no. When I buy the controller, I I, I use I, I use like I got a P Touch machine, and I put the date on it when I opened it and start playing, and I want to see how long it goes now. That's what I do. First, if it starts drifting or got a problem, I just I just flip it over, look at the back, and see when the date was that I bought it. Yeah, it's, I'm it's trying to figure controller. out now. It's less than a year now. It's less than a year. Look, they used to last over a year, look, this, and now it lasts less than a year. What these controllers are? These are the sunglasses of video games. Okay, you know you <laughs> used to buy the expensive sunglasses, and then you would fucking sit on them and break them, and then you would get a refund of it. But you buy the ten dollar. You buy the $10 sunglasses, you can't fucking lose them. They don't break. They're on your, you've owned it for like 10 years. That's what this is. You buy a shitty controller, it lasts a year and a half. You buy an expensive controller, it lasts three months. Then you're on customer service trying to get a new one. Okay? And they're like, yeah. we're going to give you the green one, like the Jansport backpack. You know, if you ever had a problem with a Jansport backpack, it's lifetime warranty. You had a cool blue one, you turn it in, they give you a navy green one because it's the only one they fucking made for, for <laughs> refunds. That's that's what this is. Okay, that's what this is. Sorry, I, I've had my, Sorry, I, I've had I, my I, I had a little bit of a flashback as a child. I, I I've actually had my Jansport backpack for so long that when I got pulled over for a routine traffic spot, the dog, the dog, <laughs> the drug dog smelled pot alerted from, from, alerted from 40 years alerted ago. to my bag. Yeah, yeah. It smelled weed on my bag from like years ago. Yeah. They're like, "You have drugs in your car." And I go, "I do not have drugs in my car." And they go, "Well, my dog alerted." I'm like, well, "That's nice, but I've had a Jansport backpack well, for the last twenty years, well, so wants, obviously, all right. I have I have a cookie for your dog. It's also in the backpack. <laughs> it's like you had. I'm not. I, I got into a big fight. They they called it a cop over. I'm like, there's no drugs in the car. I like to go to work now, like because the drug dog alerted. I'm like, yeah. Here's the bag. Take the bag. Go smell the have uh, the dog smell the bag. Of that. He still alerts the bag. Good. Look in the bag. No drugs in the bag. We're done. Okay. I'm out of here. Yep. I'm out of here. Speaking of drugs, let's talk about Halo Infinite. Okay, Halo Infinite winter update overview, Sarge. Halo Infinite is getting ready to well, wait, roll out. What, 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 what winter update? Like the season or the 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 name of the actual? No, I think I think they don't... December's update. The winter, like the season winter. Okay, not their next season. Just the the winter update. Okay. Got it. Winter update. Yeah. Significant update since it released with the uh, upcoming winter update. The update is finally be bringing network campaign co-op to Halo Infinite. Holy Christ. There's a round of applause. Campaign co-op to Halo Infinite coming this Christmas. We almost, we'll almost get to play, bro. Right? It's almost, it's been past we'll, a year. We'll almost get to play. We'll It'll be past, past a year. I was about to hit Vagoda. I was about to hit Vagoda. I thought it was dead. Along with two new maps, all new game, uh, all new mode, uh, the Forge open beta, and the new battle pass, and more. Despite understandably immense hype leading up to the release, Halo Infinite suffered a rocky launch, a little bit, when it first came out back in December of 2021, with the player frustrated by a significant number of issues with the several notable 343 industry developers leaving the studio. The game has now has struggled to find its place in the highly competitive first-person shooter market, but let's say I'll say it together, not going to make or break uh, the franchise. <laughs> Right. Not going to make or break it. Not going to make or break it. A series of updates concedes that the game's seasonal content, along with a few major patches in between, have helped bring the game more in line with expectations, and the upcoming winter uh, update is intended to address some of the biggest issues. So, there you go. The winter update's coming out. Campaign co-op is the big thing that people wanted. Me and you, I don't, I, I'll be honest, though, I don't know if I care anymore. I don't think I'm going to play it at all. I mean, 
I guess I guess I'll play yeah. it. I mean, I mean, you don't care at all at all. Like I, I, I literally lost all. Like, it, like, 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 if they tell you co-op works, it actually works. Actually, We're still not, not gonna play not, it. Not, not when I get in and I get kicked out and gone. I go to the home. No, screen. no, we, we, no, no. Just because, just because co-op actually is active doesn't mean it works. I'm saying when they say it works. Oh, when they say it works. You know, there's a difference. You yeah, know, when they yeah, release co-op, yeah. when, it doesn't mean it works. Yeah, when they're when just they release, releasing co-op. Yeah, no, it's not right. <laughs> right. So just... when you, when they say we release co-op and it works, right, then will you play? Right. If if it if it's out and it works, I'll play it. I'll play it with you. We'll play okay. it on. We'll play it on stream. We'll play it on okay. stream. You hear that, chat? If 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 it comes out and it, it works. works We'll play it on stream. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not 15th in line. But I swear to God, it. Sarge, if we play one drop, one fucking one drop. drop, one drop, and it's and I'm done. I'm done. I'll be, I just turn it off, and I'll, I'll go. I'll go play Marvel's Avengers. Okay, that's how. That's how. Okay. With the next one, uh, Halo T. Did I already read this one? Did we talk about this? <clears throat> Microsoft claims that Sony plans to release Insomniac's Wolverine. Did I? Oh, I I said that in the beginning of the show, but I, I didn't I, I didn't actually like say it. Yeah, so so Microsoft claims Insomniac Wolverine game will be released in 2023. The title was announced last year and begins very early development. Now, I don't know if it's released last year. Our vote in our chat in our community. I know we were talking more of 2024, but 2023. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Sarge. What, yeah. what are we gonna say? No, that's what, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted everyone to put a date in that they think this game's coming out because if you believe it's 2023, you got another thing coming. Yeah, because I can't imagine Wolverine's coming out the same year as Spider-Man 2. I would think nope. Spider-Man 2 is the last game for this current first-gen system of PlayStation 5. Wolverine will be the next game to promote the next PlayStation 5 Pro that comes out in 2024. Right? <laughs> I will I will say I will say 2024 tentatively. Right. So it says while Spider-Man has announced that it's coming PlayStation 5 in 2023, the Target Insomniac reiterated this week the studio said Wolverine was very early in development and no launch window was provided. So why, oh my god, very early. So oh no. As spotted, 2026. As spotted, 2027. As spotted by oh, Tech 4 early. gamers. Microsoft oh. claimed that the game will release in 2023 as made in a regulatory filing published this week by UK's Competition and Market Authority, which is currently oh, so they saw their they saw their books basically, right? So that's why Microsoft is saying that they're coming out. So the reason they're bringing it up is because this is yet another exclusive game, first party title coming out for the number one system for an exclusive game and Microsoft's like, look, they're coming out with another game and we just want to buy Activision. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That's what Microsoft right, exactly. said. They're like, they're like they're coming out with Spider Man two and Wolverine. All we want to do is buy seventy billion dollar Activision. Come on. Right. Number four. Right. Number four. Number one. Number one. Number four. Right? I, like the I love I I love the lawyer speak because they, they put themselves where the number four company in selling games. But meanwhile, they invented their own service right. that they're dominating because they invented it. And we're not talking about that portion of it. We're just talking about the portion of, I'm only, I'm only the fourth guy to make games. I don't know how to make a game good. Right. Like, what are you talking about, Microsoft? So, so Microsoft, Microsoft claimed that PlayStation also had spat of first 
of third-party exclusive titles lined up for launch in 2023, including Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, Horizon. I'm assuming that's the DLC for Horizon, or is that the Horizon uh, Remastered? Uh, Final Final Fantasy, uh, uh, what is that, 16, and Forspoken. Okay. I got, I got a good way to, to tell what games are coming out. Right. The next time we talk about a game that's about to come out, we 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 say this. <laughs> we say, is this game coming out before or beyond? <laughs> before or beyond that's beyond a, good and evil. That's 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 a right? good that's a good segment. We should Be, do that. Before before beyond good and evil. If uh, it, beyond just, good and evil too. So does this good, game come out before, before it or or beyond it? <laughs> This is like A D B C yeah. B C A D type of thing, right? Yeah. Before right. Beyond Good and Evil Two. Wolverine. Oh. Before Beyond Good and Evil. Mm, yeah. That's a tough one. I'm gonna say before. Yeah, that, that, could, be good, <laughs> that could be a good segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 15 years. Uh, 15 years oh for Beyond God, Good and Evil. <laughs> Please. That's fantastic. Well, I'll work on that, Sarge. I'll work on that. But, but yeah, we'll do. We'll do it like it's a really special game. But that we don't know what's coming out. I'm like, ooh, is it before or beyond? Like it. Beyond good and evil too. All right. So this next story, we're, we're almost done here. Bungie's set to, rev- to revive the marathon series in a new way. According to a source, Bungie is set to bring back uh mar- is that that's marathon. Marathon series in a new game that will be a three-man squad extraction-based shooter. The title is pre-alpha state. Sources said it could be announced at any point given the industry's competition for their talent. Marathon takes place on a planet as previously home to human colonies that vanished in humans now sparse using highly customizable cyborgs called runners to gather loot uh, is what's said. Now, it's understood that the gameplay loop of Marathon is similar to the most extracting-based shooters. Choose a mission, buy, a cho- uh, buy and choose your loadout, drop into the map, hunt for a loop and complete missions, and then extract safely. Just like the most extraction-based shooters, it's understood that you'll you'll lose all your loot, unfortunately enough to die. So the game is intended to be an ultimate example of a living game. It was said seasonal rewards and progression will be uh, be a huge part of the game. This isn't surprising considering Bungie's success with the Destiny and its live service. This will be the first non-Destiny title the studio has developed in over a decade. Marathon's first released in 1994 with two sequels. To the, to the title coming in 1995 and 1996. The original title achieved around 200,000 units sold by 2002. So in 2019, Bungie uh, Pete Parsons suggested that the IGN interview uh, that the studio will have new game by 2025. So by 2025, we'll have pretty specific path to make sure that they transform Destiny into whatever franchise within the marketplace, Parsons said. There you go. There's uh, Bungie's uh, other game that they didn't we didn't know about or so rumor. Take it, uh, take the uh, you know grain of salt. Let me hold on. Gotta do it. Sorry. We still don't know about this hold mobile on, game. Sarge. We're doing the grain of salt. We have to. We have to do it. Take it. The grain of salt. Can't say something like that without saying grain of salt. People are like you said it was coming out. Thirty. So go ahead. What were you gonna say? <laughs> That's it. I, I broke it. That you can't. You can't think of it. I'm good. Uh, we all. All I wanted to say is we. We still don't know. Like not even an inkling of what the new Bungie game is. That's it. Like zero. One of the new Bungie games, right there. Marathon. Yeah, but that's a re-release. Yeah, but it's a remake of a. That's, of that's a, game a re-release. That's, that's not. A, 
Don't tell me it was a ten cent or or Nettie's no, 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 gave no, them they, that. They, they gave the money to make something. That's have, what I'm they saying. They have matter. They have whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is just their first yeah. game that they're they're. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the game that they're supposed to make from that third party that, that gave them money to make a game. We still don't know what that game is. No, well, well, you we won't know until later. They're still working on Destiny. And did you okay? You sent me that video of Destiny, and I I, did. I freaking laughed my ass off. Okay, those of you that don't know what we're talking about is that uh. A Joker, what's his name? Uh, dark, dark, dark side, dark, dark side, side royalty. Yeah, royalty. Yeah, he, uh, he made a video of the, the, the um, what, 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 the materials <laughs> that they're taking away no, from Destiny. It was just they're just talking about an update. It was just talking about an update. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, it was the update, and the and the update is that they're taking away the materials that they put in the game for the last like two years. That they're like, well, we're just gonna take these, and I just started laughing. I was like, I I am so glad that I stopped playing that game because that is literally the game of insanity. Okay. Here's a content drop with elements. Like here's your materials that you have to collect for this event. Two years later, like this event. And I know someone's going to be like, well, we weren't really using them anyway. Stop, stop. You're, you're playing the, they just turn blue into red and then they get rid of blue and then red into orange. They're like, sorry, I got to get rid of red. Right. It's the same thing over and over. I I just started laughing. I was almost crying, Sarge. I was laughing so hard. I was like, can "You put the link in? Can you put the link in?" No, I wasn't on stream. It was literally just oh. when you gave it to me. I was just. You should give you should give the chat the link. What was that? What was that? Uh, can they remaster the old Halo games? They did. They did remaster. Magic the old... collection. Krebs, are you okay? Are you no, stroking I... out? Did you have a? Is he stroking out? I think he had. Do we need to call nine one one one? Are you stroking out because we just said about the materials being taken away from you in Destiny? Yeah, hang on, man. Is he stroking out? I remember why I used to get so mad at that. I was like, I was like, they're taking. I was like, why did I grind all that stuff? I was like, why did I grind all that stuff? <laughs> and it happened every two years. Every two years. Get rid of the same. Every like, two yeah, years. Just... What was what was the ones that they did for PvP that you, you had to convert them over to the uh, the combinations the the PvP combinations? What were those called? No, three, four, three, right? Oh, that doesn't oh, count. I, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> right? They, they, they didn't make it. You're right. Are they going to remake Halo? You know what they know what Bungie should do? They should just make Halo again, but don't call it Halo. Call it the Ring. That's it. The Ring. It's the exact same game as Halo, but they just call it the Ring instead of Master Chief. It's Master Beef. Or or whatever, and just make the yeah, just make a make a a, a a like a space balls of of Halo. All right, that's God, gonna do it for today for Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and rant along the way. Episode three twenty nine is in the can. We do appreciate you for coming out, hanging out with us for this two hours. If you like it, please hit that like button down below. If you don't like it, please hit that like button down below. No, I don't care. You hit 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 a thumb. Doesn't really matter. Uh, but just, you hit hit one. Hit hit one. Leave a comment down below if you like our show. Uh, so what's gonna happen here with Generation X Gaming? Just to let you guys know, when the new channel starts up, uh, or starts up, uh, hits partnership for thirty NSG, uh, that will be turning into uh the new channel for us, the daily grind, Generation X Gaming, thirty plays. 
is all coming over to the new channel once that hits partnership over there. So the faster we can hit 1,000 subscribers over on that channel, the faster I can get. Because all the views that I'm getting right now, which is a lot of views on the new channel, and I really appreciate it, all that revenue right now is just all going to YouTube. I, I get absolutely nothing of it. The best videos I've ever created in my entire life of 10,000 views and whatnot. YouTube gets all that revenue. I get nothing until I hit partnership of 1,000. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, tonight, after this, I'm taking a break. Around 11.30, I'll start up. I'll start up uh, the stream. We'll sit and talk a little bit before uh, the official launch at midnight, even though I've, I'm have i in New Zealand, so I can play. Um, so we're going to be playing Gotham Knight tonight on the new channel. 30 NSG on the new channel. Uh, I'll put it in the I'll put it in the uh, the chat for you guys. Uh, yeah, so we'll put it in the. Keep the change, you filthy Keep animal. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. There is. There's the new channel. We'll go live on our very first live stream later tonight, early in the morning. Uh, 11.30 tonight, going into, we'll play about two hours or so, um, and then we'll play again tomorrow morning for Gotham Knights. Uh, conversations, well, I'm literally just going to go around the city, and uh, we're going to look at the characters, Thanks we're going to look at the city, we're going to look at a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Stealth, thank you very much for the gifted membership to the Hit Squad. Welcome to the uh, to the community. Welcome to the Goody Squad. Appreciate it very much. Thank you very much for the $1.99 as well. Uh, and that'll do it. I appreciate everyone coming out. Please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And we'll see you guys on the next one. And I'll see you guys at the other channel in just about an hour or so. Have a good night. See you later. On, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.